Oh, you want them suits like Johan. Oh, no, you want them little hair tummy braids like Ampan. Oh, you trying to get you a little stud like Devinhan. Young nigga from the north side, I never been capping. Duval nigga, I'm never ducking that action. I pull up in that whip, niggas know what I be blasting. Random ass a podcast, no fuck nigga be snapping. I don't know if it's me, but I'm the realest nigga of the week. Disagree, they gon' have to come and get their ass beat. Bear beneath, put that boy six feet deep. I had Joe zip him up when they say the nigga deceased and pay. Deacon Ample Rat to go slide to the week and preach. Thanksgiving at Devin crib, but sub is what do you eat? Niggas been lame. Can I get a lean ass nigga? Niggas start sleeping if a nigga disagree, pussy boy stop breathing. Random X a podcast. I say random X a podcast. It's the best damn podcast. Niggas start sleeping if a nigga disagree, pussy boy stop breathing. All right, we back again. Another episode of REOP. I believe this is what two four two 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 forty two. Yes, sir. What I was. 220 what what is it 422 four yeah i was gonna say i was saying it <laughs> oh, dyslexic <laughs> y'all know what i meant 422 <laughs> i know what you mean four double deuce uh today we got a special guest in the building uh you Hold on, i ain't even gonna say that uh, yeah i was gonna say matter of fact mountain gorilla don't start this <laughs> shit again, man. There's no such thing as a goddamn white mountain gorilla. All right, bro. You seen what they said when I posted the clip? All they said was there is a mountain gorilla, bro. All right, man. Whatever, man. Brianna, you ever heard of a white a white mountain gorilla? I have not. This nigga be lying. He All went right. he went to spring school, so. All right, Brianna, introduce yourself. Um, hey y'all, my name is Rihanna Bryant, and I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. I currently go to FAMU. I was gonna say you I forgot. A, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, um, I'm a little rusty. I haven't, I've been in summer school, but I haven't been in like spring semester or fall, so I haven't been really seeing my rapport. I heard it. I'm from Jacksonville. I go, go to school in Tallahassee right now. And I'm 22 years old, and I have my own podcast. It's called YTD TV. Uh, stands for Young Talent So Many TV. And this is actually my first podcast appearance. Like I was telling y'all, so I'm a little excited. So excuse me if I'm a little nervous, but nah, you good. You good. We we gonna do our best to make you uh comfortable throughout the process. Okay, bet bet good good. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be easy. Uh, what made you get into like media and whatnot and inter- interviewing people? Um, honestly, I will say that it was not planned at all. It's kind of something like I felt like. Well, I always knew that I liked the journalism field for sure. I can say that personally, I've always liked that. But actually interviewing people, that was nothing that I ever like thought that I would actually be working towards as a career. Like when I thought of it, when I was younger, I thought of it as like more recreational, kind of like something that people do for fun. But once you start doing it yourself, um, it's very much a job. 
it's a lot that goes into it mm-hmm. and i'm starting to learn that more and more every day <laughs> and um but what got me into it i kind of just like one day like i know when i started my youtube channel i wanted to do like lifestyle things kind of like lifestyle videos vlogs and all that and then i'm like i got to a certain amount of subscribers and i was like okay that's like a little start and i was like i want to say that it was something I seen on Instagram. I was scrolling. I don't know for certain what it was, but I was like, I bet you I could do this if I actually, like if I caught some people up, I'm like, hey, um, if I interview you, like you think you would be down? And I like, I was like, okay, but let me order these microphones off of Amazon. And I was like, if I do this, I know I'm gonna take it serious. Cause like I'm the type of person, if I spend the money on it, yeah, I'm gonna I'm get, get my money away, <laughs> for real. I'm like, I spent money on these microphones? Yeah, I'm gonna do it for real. So once I ordered those, I got them. I put it on Instagram, kind of like, y'all I'm finna start, blah, blah, blah. And then when I started my first semester in Tallahassee, um, that's when I was like, okay. Uh, all of my friends were down there. Like we all went to high school together, but majority of them were down there in college. And I transferred to Florida A&M. And then um, got my own apartment. And I was just doing it inside my house. And I was comfortable with the people I was doing it with because these were like my actual friends. And then that's when I started reaching out to actual like artists and stuff. Once I felt like, all right, I feel like I kind of got the understanding of how to do this. I got a good like kind of selection of questions. And then that's when I started really doing it for real. That was a long answer, y'all. <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah, nah, you good. You good. So when you say you seen somebody, did you seen like seen somebody that was like ass or something? And you were like, oh, I could do this better than them. <laughs> Be no, honest. not necessarily. Um, like when I was little, I always like was really interested in it. I'm like, dang, they get to be around all these celebrities, like yeah. what? I'm like, so I'm, I must've seen something like, cause it was over the summer. I must've seen like the BET awards or something like the red carpet and it was like, I bet you I could like get to that point if I kickstarted something off, like showing my content or something. I think that's what it was. Cause I love watching the, the red carpet before the actual show. And I, it had to be something like that or I really don't know. I just know it was the summer of 2020. Okay. So. All right, so what's some of the people you interviewed so far? And like, what's your favorite one so far? If you can pick, because I know some people, they might feel some type of way. <laughs> like, why shouldn't you pick me? <laughs> they definitely will. Um, yeah. I would say, okay. I started, this is weird that I'm in music. Like, <coughs> I've been, I'm in the music field. But I started off interviewing like a DJ first. Shout out DJ Savage. Um, I started with a DJ first. And then I think I've even done a engineer before. Um, But my favorite interview I would have to say was, well, I'm gonna say I don't have a favorite one. (laughs) But the one I enjoyed the most. I will say it would probably be either Luke Nation or Seti Hendrix. Shout um, out to Luke. Shout out Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Seti because that was my first time actually going to Atlanta, not to 
go party or something. I actually went knowing that I was going to go do something. That was my <coughs> first time, like, actually contacting, like, a official booking manager and was like, hey, can I get him for this day, blah, blah. And um, my first time going through stress, like, if I'm going to make this three-hour trip, right, right. is it going to go through? And the outcome was great. You know, he's from Jacksonville, so the vibes was, like, great. And then um, I would say Luke because uh, that was my first time putting, like, not necessarily, like, humor into my podcast, but just, like, this vibe that was, like, oh, she's actually funny. She don't just sit and just ask, like, a bunch of questions. She's actually, like, funny. Yeah. And he was able to bring that out of me, so it was a good outcome. So I would say those were, like, my top two. That's what's up. Yeah, definitely, because that had to be, like, nerve-wracking because you could drive all the way to Atlanta. Atlanta, he was like, damn, yes. something came up and you just wasted your time. <laughs> All kind of oh things got It was nerve wracking. So, uh, me and Joe, we do interviews also. So, I want to know, like, what's your process? See if it's kind of similar to ours. Like, I was going to ask you people. that. Okay, we go back, we tell ours, yeah. and then you okay, go bet. first. Um, so, with me, like, this, my whole life, I've always been, like, even in high school, I've always been, like, a crammer. I'm going to type, like, the day of the test. I go in there and just like scan through the book and then take the test. So um, I found that during college, it's really hard to find time to go and sit and do like write questions and stuff. So I be writing them like literally an hour or two before like the interview, not like saying that I'm like irresponsible or nothing. I already know a few of the questions that I want to ask them. Um, I don't just I just don't write it down until I actually like the day of a lot of the times there was probably only one or two out of all of them where I wrote them down like um, a week prior so Um, so the process um, I pick a person not pick a person but um, say if I'm on my timeline I see they did an interview so they're like open to doing that with people Um, then I go to their bio, I look to see if there's a booking manager. And then that's when I get in contact with the booking manager. Um, and I like introduce myself. I say, hey, like my name's Rihanna Bryant. Um, I'm like, would your artist be open to doing like a podcast interview? And a lot of the times they'd be like, yeah. Um, and then I tell them like two spots, like where I'm located, either in Tallahassee or Jacksonville, whichever one they're comfortable with. Uh, like that's fine and then I just set up a date and time and then about like a week or five days before it I'll reach back out and make sure I'm still good yeah. <laughs> and then um kind of like how I messaged you I was like just making yeah. sure like we I'll do something like that and then um the day of I don't set up till like 30 minutes before uh-huh. <laughs> and um yeah that's kind of like my process all right, so um, what we do is usually we look at our DMs and it's like 40 niggas be like, interview me, <laughs> interview me every day. Interview niggas me. Niggas be hitting my rug page like, yo, what I got to do to get on y'all podcast? I'm like, first off, hit the podcast, nigga. I keep this one for business. No, I'm bullshit. <laughs> no, <that's> <laughs> I'm bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, it's mostly people just in our shit, just hitting us up all day. Oh. So we go through people. We 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 go through the pages. We're like, hey, okay. you think he fire? Right. You think he fire? 
Well, <laughs> even even for those that aren't in music, like yo, check out their page. Do you think that they would be a good person to interview? Like, yeah. okay. can you pull some questions from what yeah. you're seeing? Are they you charismatic? Know? Right. But nah, you could tell a lot from their posts and whatnot. <laughs> um. Also, like when we do interviews with people. If you into music and you like got like no music videos, it's really nothing to talk about. If you only have one song, there's there's nothing that we can do. Um, you know, I got to get back to a couple people that are like that. Is you know, hey, what I got to do to get on your your page? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, when you come on, what are we gonna do? Talk about high school? Talk about <laughs> you know the one time you were in the studio? You know what True. I mean? And it's not to disrespect anybody. You know what I mean? It's but real. the the viewers want a story that i mean i'm sure anybody that's taking the time to listen to an hour and a half long podcast or hour-long interview of anyone mm-hmm. wants to hear more than yeah i was in the studio for 30 minutes i recorded that song and i'm gonna just hit y'all with a new single next week yeah <laughs> i totally agree like a lot of the in a lot of the times i'll make sure that they've recently put something out too mm-hmm. like i don't want to talk about something from like a year ago or something right like yeah and if it's from a year ago, nigga, it better be a banger. That bitch <laughs> still better be ringing off. I better pull up to the stop line, stop sign, and see a nigga going crazy to yeah. your record, like. But yeah, is, if it's somebody that we approaching for an interview, we've done a couple of those. Just gotta be professional, like just like you. Introduce yeah. yourself, tell them what you do, send them all your uh, ads and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So if there's anybody out there, make sure y'all send links. Just don't hit people up and like, hey, I'm trying to interview you and. Right. And that's mm-hmm. it. Just send links. Let them know that you do this professionally, right. and you're not trying to waste their time. True. So when we do find somebody that we trying to interview, we we uh, we link up and whatnot. I don't like interviewing anybody unless I got like a week's notice because I like to take my stuff serious. So mm-hmm. what I do to prepare is, let's say we got somebody tomorrow. We're supposed to be interviewing OG Young Marco. Mm-hmm. So. Two, the past two days, I've been listening to his music mm-hmm. nonstop, just listening to his music. Watching videos. Watch That's videos. Yeah. See if um, I Google their name, see if anything pops up. Crazy stories. Any, Crazy any, stories. Uh, you know, commonalities that, that might be parallels to artists we've interviewed in the past or things, you know, uh, same producers, same engineers, things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It also gives a moment to where you can shout out other people in the city or, you know, just little things like that for sure. Yeah, it's crazy what you can find because um, when we had interviewed uh, Lil Westside, mm-hmm. I did not know she was uh, she was like signed to T Pain and shit like that. Right, like oh, different, right. like different stuff. Like you, you do research, you like, damn, I ain't find that out. <laughs> um, we yeah. interviewed K Millions, like he got a, outside of music, like he popular on YouTube, got a doing, huge like, YouTube wow. channel, yeah. doing skits and shit. Like you, you just find different stuff if you do research. So I'm a big component on doing research on the mm-hmm. artists and like like studying like what they do, like go on a uh, Twitter, like go back, not even like on no de- uh, detective shit. Just right, like, right. Just like- It's a job. Yeah. Again, just enough to to give worth to the interview. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. So yeah, that's how I just, yeah, listen to their music. You gotta do more than listen to their music. You gotta do like some actual research on the person yeah. and figure out new things on them. So it's all kind of approaches to take it. I hope nothing crazy fucked up on me, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like 22, you, you'd have to go far out your way, you know? 
Now you check my name, it might be some wild shit out there. <laughs> <laughs> I done missed a few uh, news posts, thank God. But <laughs> <laughs> I think you done told all your crazy stories on here pretty much. I don't know, man. So they just gotta listen to an old podcast and get the dirt on you. Yeah, they got. Uh, yeah, you listen to any episode, you probably gonna find a great story of some mischievous activities. All right. So what's like some dream interviews you want to do? On your Dream bucket list. interviews. Drake, for certain. Like, I feel like that's, like, my number one artist. Um, Nicki Minaj. I love her. <laughs> um, Lil Baby. Um, two people are on that list, but they're kind of in the Rico charges right now. So. <laughs> uh, so Thug would, would be a good. great interview. Yeah, I feel like it would be, too. Like, just, like, a vibe. Um... I know Gunner would be a vibe too, for sure. Um, who else? I also like Summer Walker. And I know she deals with like anxiety as well, and so do I. So I feel like it would be very epic to like, because I don't think I've ever interviewed anybody where they've been like nervous. So I feel like it would be very, a good outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? And. That can go either way, because you might mess around, because. I'm a huge Summer Walker fan. She don't do any interviews at all. So at all. I don't know how much info you gonna pull out of her. You know? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be one I wouldn't even know how I'd be more nervous trying to figure out what to ask her as than I anything. know. You don't want her to like be like, why would you ask me that? Right. I would like be asking like, uncomfortable questions out of ner- out of my own nervousness. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah, yeah and no. Young Thug the same way. I remember one time I watched Young Thug, he was on No Jumper and he was just like doing an interview and then like toward I think it was like twenty minutes and then like towards the end, Young Thug was just like he was like, uh, eh, I don't wanna do this no more. Right. <laughs> and then it was just over. That's like one of my main like not a fear, but just like an uh, interview going left. Like mm-hmm. like when Kodak got up and walked out of that one interview. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh my gosh. Now, this may sound crazy. If you a big name artist and I'm interviewing you and you walk out, I'll put that I'll put that more on me. Yeah. And I wouldn't even feel some type of way. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't be no local person that walk out on me. <laughs> oh, I nigga. Know, yeah. we, we might have to squabble. I might have to uh, roast your ass for the last 45 <laughs> minutes of the episode. Me and Elk might put on a marathon of, of podcast <laughs> records so I could kill mm-hmm. your head. Oh now, if it's God. like somebody, like, for example, Kodak, we interviewing Kodak and he would just be like, I gotta Whatever. go smoke this black. Yeah, <laughs> and he just walk off like um eighty five south when they uh, interviewed Rick Ross. Rick Ross, yeah, he just went to the bathroom and didn't come. Now back. Ross be doing that though. Ross yeah, do that do. to a few people. He's done that to a few people. <coughs> yeah. So yeah, he just left and then came back. But I was like, hey, they got thirty. They got about thirty got minutes in with Ross. Yeah. Now what if? Because I know we from Jacksonville. What if somebody? I don't know if y'all ever seen it. Um, when Birdman. Came to the Breakfast Club oh, and yeah, like yeah. he was. <laughs> now, what would y'all do if like they came into the podcast with animosity? Mm. I don't know. See, I'm more likely to react than Amp would. Okay. Like, I don't think I think Amp would just like try to calm the situation, like calm them down <laughs> through questions and shit. Oh, like I'm, that. I'm, I'm. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be honest. If somebody gave me that type of energy, I'm gonna look at them like. All right, man. They're just gonna yeah, move it right. along. I'm moving along. Get, I ain't gonna be confrontational with them unless they confrontational with me. But I'm just like, all right, man. You you wasting your time. So right. I'm more like I'm just gonna to move be like, you along. What's up? 
do you want to do this or not? <laughs> should we? Should I hit the button? <laughs> like, nigga, we could cut this now. But I respect the Breakfast Club for recording that because when they did it, it went viral and yeah. it was a nice moment. I think that's like one of the besides like the six nine stuff that was like their most viral thing. So yeah. mm-hmm. I respect that they did that. And it was and only I, like a minute long or something. Yeah. So with your interviews, have you ever had anybody that? Uh, you were asking them questions and they didn't give you like that much of answers back? Um, I will say that's one thing that I worried about at first, but I can't say there was anybody that didn't give me like good answers. I remember my first few were very, um, I had a feeling of it being like staged or whatever, cause I was like kind of like just starting and I felt yeah. like I had to ask like these like really not open-ended, uh, closed-ended questions. And like, it just felt like, where can you see yourself in five years or? Um, oh yeah, the cl- cliche stuff, yeah, like, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. what made you start? Mm-hmm. Now, it's nothing wrong with those questions now. Right. It's just how you pivot from those questions, I feel like. Because mm-hmm. th- th- that's still foundational, you know what I mean? Like we've asked, um, you know, what got you into this? Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? And that's something that you have to ask almost every person that- you should. Yeah. Like we did a uh, convention recently, we mm-hmm. went to a convention. And I felt like I asked a lot of the same questions but you get different answers and then it opens you up to different questions, different questions. yeah you gotta um, you gotta pivot off it to like anybody that's out there that's trying to do interviews if you ask a question like that you gotta like pay attention to what they saying mm-hmm. and if you didn't pick anything up from what they saying then i don't know what to tell you right you gotta pick at least like two things off from what they saying if yes. you didn't get anything then <laughs> that's yeah. literally what my professor just taught us because he was like he did like an example he was like um it's important to listen to what the person's saying because he was like what if you were interviewing somebody on national tv and while you were listening you were zoning them out thinking what your next question was going to be and they said something like i just killed my wife this morning but and you go like okay so what's your favorite right (laughs) Right. like you know it's important to listen to what they're saying so you can think of what the next question would be off of that and when i first started i was not doing that i was i had like my questions and i was Mm. like this is what i'm going to ask you and um it wasn't until we were practicing my first one and the um savage was like that was actually good i didn't know that you were gonna ask me that like one of the questions i asked him that wasn't on the paper yeah it's like okay i'm actually pretty good at this yeah. like i'm actually doing pretty good and then yeah, yeah it's a lot of improv mm-hmm. it's it's a very um i will say like because i've been seeing like a lot of my friends graduate into different fields and they're just like very very um structured but i will say like journalism is very like freelance mm-hmm. it's like it's literally built off your personality and like just things that come out of like nowhere mm-hmm. i will say that it's can be very challenging to say the least <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how you feel how you feel about people saying like journalism is dead because some people they go to jur- uh school for journalism and then like i seen it like uh ny post the other day uh, they did it on a lady that didn't bathe in like 10 days. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm like, man. Bruh, some... Why would you say, it? I'm inhaling the blood and shit, and all I think about is her I don't stinking worry. ass. I don't worry. You're one, of the most sque- you're one of the most squeamish people ever, so I ain't worried about you, man. Anyway. Um, 
I can just say toe jam and you get, you get <laughs> anyway. Right, they did 10 a, days. They did a, she said she don't bathe 10 days at a time. Mm. And they did a NY post on there. And I'm like, somebody went to school for four years, <laughs> did countless classes. Right. They probably owe a bunch of money in student loans and they doing posts like that. <laughs> um, I would say that it's not necessarily dying. It's just getting more challenging every every like every day because more and more people are like focusing on like covering news. So it's like that's why there's only a few blogs that I rely on for news, especially when it comes to like deaths and stuff. I'm like I don't I won't believe it until like the shade room posted or something like that because I don't believe it till I see it on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, when you see it on Twitter, you know it's real. Like yeah. if it's trending, oh it's real. I'm gonna be honest, I don't really trust that until I see TMZ posted. That's real too. That one, mm -hmm. I never used to believe TMZ though. Yeah, me either. Growing up, I didn't become a TMZ truther until like they they were like the first ones to report Michael Jackson died. Nah, but see, I saw that on Twitter. I saw, that Twitter was the yeah, first you seen place it on I Twitter, saw. But like. You've seen it on Twitter, but you've seen it on you've seen it from TMZ first. I I didn't. I saw one tweet that said, "Yo, Michael Jackson just died." Because they seen it on TMZ. Now I could believe that, but what I'm saying is this: that was two hours before any news outlet <laughs> had reported. No, it. this is what happened. So TMZ they reported that Michael Jackson died, and nobody else was reporting it. Right. Okay. But I think TMZ had got it like on some illegal shit. Like they had like knew like one of the nurses at the hospital. They drugged him. No, they knew one of the nurses. Hey, we gonna kill Michael and report. What they call that? What they call that? Like, uh, not malpractice. Uh, any HIPAA? Uh, uh, HIPAA. I think. I, I think. Uh, uh, yes, yes. HIPAA violation. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. I don't think you're supposed to like tell, but they, yeah. they don't yeah, know. You, you don't know what nurse about. did it. Yeah. Oh, man. That's true. That's crazy. But um, yeah. Like I say, I saw one tweet. I ran in the gym. Nigga, I'm, I'm like 18 <laughs> years old. I'm like, yo, Michael Jackson just died. It's, and I'm on a military base, you know what I mean? Uh, <coughs> it's 40-year-olds and all kinds. Nigga, get out the gym, bro. Don't you ever blaspheme. We about to beat your ass. You just said Michael Jackson just died. Nigga, I'm like this. I swear, <laughs> I saw it on Twitter, <laughs> bro. They was really finna stomp me out for saying Michael Jackson died, nigga. As they was carrying me out the gym, they the news came on and was like, "This is a special report." Oh, he telling the truth. And everybody stopped. It's like six people <laughs> I'm laid out. <laughs> my body was swung <laughs> to the side. Oh my that was such a sad day. Man, yeah, that was crazy. I sat in my room, man. I had to moonwalk at half court, you know what I'm saying? I had one time for my dog, you know what I mean? I hit that thing. Now, TMD, TMZ did say Lil Wayne died. Oh, yeah. I, I think I remember that. Now, see, they I, did say that. That's some shit that I... No, nah, they said he had, uh, he had like a coma or something. I mean, not coma. He had like a seizure oh. on a plane. And they said like his family, like Regine's on a plane right now. <laughs> Oh That's God. crazy. Deciding on his like, oh, I would have oh. sued the fuck out of them. I no, think, for real. I think they did. Somebody oh, yeah. sued. Them. I, I definitely would have sued. Um, damn, I had a good question and I just forgot it. That's that coma pack. It is. <laughs> damn. Can't remember it. Mm -mm. Mm. It was about it? TMZ too. Like, there. how would you feel if? And I just completely forgot it. 
But what were we talking about originally? We were talking about um, journalism. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, di- journalism dying. Yeah, yeah, journalism dying. So, but yeah, it's like all it's it's some p- places where you got to look for like uh, credible sources. Some places, like for example, if some, you, if you send me a link mm-hmm. and they say media takeout, I'm be like, all right, bro, that's. You yeah. It says the takeout? onion. Hmm? You remember that? We yeah. got a homie. That nigga gets all of his news every. Everything he spews out is from media takeout. Really? It must not exist no more or something. I don't think I don't think they do, but I remember like as a kid I would just sit on there all day long and like I don't know. I, but And they, it was just like there's stuff on that website it was it was like blatantly false. Like you didn't even have to look it, it up. So it was, like, all right. it was terrible uh photoshops and shit. It was like <laughs> taking magazine pictures and putting them next mm-hmm. to like full four K pictures like these two are dating like um very exclusive uh explicit and you yeah. click on it and you'd be like this is literally just like them in a bathing suit or something right <laughs> um but i know they found out who the person behind all of it was and i forgot his name um yeah they were trying to get him out here because it was like a black man and he was just like saying all kind of crazy uh-huh. stuff That's crazy he should have been out of here i think it was like like Frank or something, and in the comments, like they would just—I don't know why him. his name being Frank is funny, but that's just <laughs> a, dude, a random dude named Frank <laughs> just causing chaos. I think that was his name. <laughs> I'm not sure. Media takeout was a very dark time. It was. It was. But yeah, shade room. I I know I seen Cardi B. She was trying to she trying to get shade room up out of here. I feel oh, like they little shit is just some personal riffraff though. Mm-hmm. And that shit should have been behind doors. Like, I get it, but that shit should have been behind doors. Mm. I think I think Cardi B, she's just feeling herself right now because she got Tasha K up out of here. So yeah. she like, I'm going to get all you blogs up out of here to say anything mad, bad about me. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I don't even think her gripe was so much that something bad was said about her. I think that she felt like, there's not enough good being said consistently Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i get it but it's like you're you're kind of in a static point you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. she has a lot of shit going on outside of music some of which is really good like she's doing major brand sponsorships Mm -hmm. she's hosting shit all of that but then some of it is you getting into catty little comments and you, you you know like her political views were skewed you know just being real like mm-hmm. she was saying some wild shit and it's like okay well we can't support everything cardi b yeah mm-hmm. some people got a problem with accepting that once they get that much uh popularity let me say because it happens mm-hmm. even on a lower level so mm, that's crazy yeah i agree with you but um fame is a hell of a drug it's I, I I respect it because a lot of the times like that that gossip stuff is a way to get people get the clicks and stuff. So mm-hmm. I respect it, but like Cardi B, she got to realize that that's sadly that's a part of the game. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Good and the bad. Good and the bad. I mean, I respect like personally. If I had any bit of notoriety, right? I would want to live like a Kendrick Lamar, like a money man, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like to where you don't see anything about them outside of what they intentionally are present for. That can come mm. with some um, bad bad side too because True. with Kendrick, is, with Kendrick, he's so quiet where anything he do, they be trying to blow it up. Like for example, like 
We ain't see kid. We ain't see Kendrick about five or six years. Yep. He yeah. dropped an album. The first thing they say, oh, he got Kodak on there. You know what Kodak be doing? Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're like, oh Kendrick. Oh, they were like, oh Kendrick been gone for like six years. They're like, oh, you remember that time he said that about women with fake asses mm-hmm. on the song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they be doing that to him all the time. So you right? That come but- with that come with. Man, damn all of that. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be walking through that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas just barking in my ear like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> At that point, I wouldn't even care. Water off my back, as the, as the old folks say. I think it's important not to address anything. Once like you anything that's out there. Yeah, right once you be. Well, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's, this is a question for everybody. What y'all think a bad interview is? bad interview someone who looks very uninterested in it and someone who looks very i wouldn't say nervous because if you make it through an interview while you're nervous i think that's a pretty good yeah yeah pretty good job Um, i feel like most people are nervous when they do interviews mm -hmm. they don't open up till like probably five minutes yeah Um, Sometimes to the end. Yeah, really. Till you start getting them a laugh and stuff. That's mm-hmm. um. But yeah, either someone who looks like very uninterested and then like closed ended question um answers. I'm sorry, I would say that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. And, <laughs> and and answers from I mean uh, questions rather from a host. You know that could that could also make for a bad interview. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, my biggest thing is um not elaborating you know okay so like for people being interviewed i think that it makes for a bad interview when there are short answers so how long have you been doing this two years yeah that's yeah if i didn't ask what got you into it then that's an opportunity for you to tell your like yo look when i started playing with clay you know somebody had uh gave me a small block of clay and i figured i could make a bowl that for my dog you know what i mean like tell me something shit sell me sell me a dream you know what i mean (laughs) uh that's so those are things that i look for um most people that are being interviewed sought to be interviewed okay i feel that most people put themselves in a position to to tell more about whatever they're doing Mm -hmm. even artists yeah right yeah there are a few that summer walker being one you know what i'm saying uh kendrick name man hey man i'm just saying you ain't even let me finish i slandered her enough today that don't like to do interviews hey we pro summer walker here so we we are very pro summer walker i didn't even listen to her before amp said that uh she doesn't make a bad song. No, she he, does not. She he told Walker me that doesn't have a bad song in her catalog. About two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And one day, I just I stopped everything I was doing. I listened to her entire catalog. That riot song is what put me on to um, or no grave. I'm sorry. Mm. Uh, I, I know she got a song called Riot, but I don't know about Grave. It might be Riot. Then is she talking about putting a nigga in the grave? Yeah okay then that's it so yeah that song that's what you felt no nigga but i oh, was like i'm about to say 
yeah, kill me some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that song showed me like, yo, she, her writing ability is really like a one because I could see how a woman could resonate with something like that, mm-hmm. right? So um, I started listening to more and more and more and more. Man, I'm 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 next uh, to your level, Summer Walker fandom. <laughs> Let me get me a little T-shirt. Sorry, <laughs> you got waiting line. <laughs> so I asked y'all that because I'm I'm still trying to figure out like what's a bad interview because I was watching because I because I was watching um what's the shit called where they be on the porch uh dirty glove yeah so I was looking at one of the the lengths of the one of the interviews and it was like it was one on there like twenty minutes really no it was thirty th- no nah, not thirty minutes it was fifteen minutes actually and I was like. No way this interview is good. Right. You would think y'all would think the same way, right? You like it's fifteen right. minutes. I like no way this shit good. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I was like that was a good ass interview. He he knocked out the questions. He was going. He was just going at it. I was like mm-hmm. that was a good ass interview for was fifteen minutes. Was it one minutes. take? One take. What you mean? Like no edits, no cuts. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever cut. To be honest, I don't, I don't think see cuts so either. Yeah. So it's rare um, to see anybody interview with cuts in it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he cuts. I don't well, think nobody cuts. Yeah, you you might not be able to tell. Oh, trust me, I'll be able to tell. I do this. I I do this. <laughs> Camera angles and and a uh, uh, quick, you know what I'm saying? Slicing slicing shift. I don't think too many people cut, but I'm I'm, I'm I it could know. be some people, but I don't think it's too many people. Yeah, cut. Yeah, I don't but, think so. But they do so. they do interviews sometimes that's like fifty minutes, forty minutes. Right, right. Like, mm-hmm. So I seen a fifteen minute one. I was like, no way, the shit was good, and I was like, damn, you could have a good interview in fifteen yeah. minutes, and then I think uh, the YouTube like interviewing air kind of like killed what we what we consider a good interview because. Mm-hmm. We all grew up watching like the Late Show and all that. Like yeah. Jay Leno, Jay Leno was knocking out classic interviews like in eight minutes. Right, those interviews don't be long at all. Right, he be having like four interviews at one night on the couch. He be like, "This so and so, this what movie they got." So I don't know. It's, yeah. it's kind of like different nowadays. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say also, um, and I've seen this like three times, like in a matter of like two weeks. A lot of people let their emotion take over the interview. Um, I seen one where this, um, it was a podcast and like the two dudes, like the host and the guests were like spitting on each other. What like, the got into fuck? It. <laughs> yes, they got into it and one disrespected one and he spit on him. So the She's talking about no back. jumper. I think so. Yeah, yeah, then they had that. another one where they were interviewing a girl and one See, of you're right. I am too squeamish because that's nasty. Very that's nasty shit. And then um, I don't condone spitting on somebody. Oh, that's, that <laughs> will get Ever. your ass beat. Hold Ever. on, I don't condone spitting on somebody, but he was talking to him crazy. Yeah, he, he was. <laughs> Put your hands on that nigga. Wait, he, which one was talking to which one? The dude that got spit on. Okay. Because the dude that got the dude, it was uh the dude that spit was sixteen shot him. He like a interviewer. Mm-hmm. And the other dude was talking to him crazy like that. Dude said, suck my dick. Yeah, put your, <laughs> beat that nigga ass. But he was on the other side of the table, so he said, he, he. I guess he couldn't reach him. He said, man, stand up. Let's square up. He said, he, I, I guess he was like, I couldn't. Niggas, it was another dude, like, right there. I guess he said, I couldn't get to it, so he just spit on him. But I'm not I'm not, not about to spit on somebody, but yeah. I'm like, 
hey man, you don't tell, you don't invite somebody to your dick, and then, <laughs> and then that's just like you either gonna get. I respect the spit, like that's like that's crazy to tell another man that, like, yeah. Like you gonna get your ass beat or you gonna take one of the consequences. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You definitely need your ass beat. You well, definitely when the dude need spit, your ass beat. When the dude spit back, which is crazy. Somebody spit on you, spit back. Oh like, my god. Another dude bro. it didn't even We would have been yeah, <laughs> Then oh. they um then they had another one with like a girl. Um and one of the two hosts were trying to tell her, like trying to put her on free game or whatever, and she kept like not cut him off, but was just saying, okay, like okay, yeah. and he let his emotion <laughs> kind of like overtake that because sharp. of her not, yeah, yeah sharp. her not giving him like, I wouldn't say the attention that he wanted. Um, I would say like the answer that he was looking for. Like he wanted her to not necessarily agree, but understand what he was trying to say. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, Don't care. yeah, not even that. A lot of people, you <laughs> you can't help them. Sometimes it's like talking to a brick wall. When you're trying to give them advice, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I, I felt like in that moment, because um, he did say he was like, okay, let's move on to the next question, but then like he just wasn't having it with her like attitude and let that overtake it. Yeah. And I saw a third one. This is all like in the same week. <laughs> like, <laughs> I saw a third one. Uh, this. I'm gonna tell you all that's happening when you get done. Okay, let me speed it up. <laughs> oh, you good? You good? Take your time. Um, I saw a third one where this girl was being interviewed. It was like another podcast, and they were talking about um, why when you're messing with somebody's husband, and the girl was saying like it it's not her business if oh, the girl I see that yeah one. That if the girl uh, if the girl's husband is cheating on her, it's not her business um, that he's cheating on her, and she like stood up and was like yelling or whatever because the other people in the podcast weren't agreeing with her. And I was just like, sometimes, like, I was gonna comment it too, I was like, sometimes when your emotion is starting to, and your adrenaline is going like that, just like, not even walk away, just, you just have to kill figure out shit. a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to figure out a way. Man, kill that conversation, yeah. I feel like all three of those things you just said, I feel like the TikTok era and like Twitter and stuff, Mm-hmm. Like change like the podcast game also because people mm. just so thirsty to get clicks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yes. That girl, she came in there, she wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you don't just come off the dome saying, "Oh, I'm." Like she was about to legit fight that dude, and he was just yes. chilling. He was like, "What the fuck going?" He was like, "Why well, I invited this chick on this podcast?" Right. <laughs> she right. came in there that, that day wanting to do that, and then like Sharp also. I feel like some of some of the times he do a lot of because he come from the pimp game, so he mm-hmm. one of the ones. I ain't, this may sound crazy. I just, sometimes I'll, uh, pimps, they like to say, call it like what they do, like game management and whatnot. Yeah. Well, come on, bro. You pimping a woman. So you, it's, mm-hmm. you kind of sort of don't got respect for the woman. You may say you got respect for women, right. but like, mm-hmm. come on, bro. Let's just be honest. So anytime a, a woman kind of like goes at him and like be combative with him, he just goes at her crazy. So. That's just him, so he's gonna have those moments all the time. I don't think he's ever had a complete episode with a woman because anytime they oh, disagree no. with him, he's just he's going crazy. But that's where I go back to saying earlier that people really don't give a fuck. And what I mean is, in that essence, they don't know Sharp. 
Mm-hmm. They ain't, they, they, that nigga catalog ain't, ain't on a wall somewhere. His resume ain't posted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, you trying to you trying to give me game. You don't know me for shit. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you true. five minutes of an instance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's easy for us to try and judge folks in the moment and whatnot. But again, we got to take a lot of things into consideration. And with that being said, it does make it to where it's like, I can only tell you but so much. If mm-hmm. I realize like, yo, you're not trying to hear what I'm saying or this isn't going the direction, like I say, we can hit this button, you know what I mean? Or or let's pivot. What do you want to talk about at this point? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's a lot of ways that, that, that this could be easy. Um, even so, just go- going back to the interview process and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. We went to a porn convention recently. <laughs> In Jacks? <laughs> no, it was, oh, okay, okay. it was funny. It was funny because when you said it the first time, a couple like forty minutes ago, you was like convention. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't <laughs> even going. All right, let's get it out there. It was a porn convention. Yeah, I'm gonna be bold now, like Ford rather. So uh-huh. we went to a porn convention, right? And and as I'm walking around, I'm I'm asking, you know, these ladies, hey, can do you mind doing an interview? Do you do, mm-hmm. you cool with this? Yada yada, right? And um a lot of them were like it's either yo it's got to be quick because again they've been doing this all day all weekend so Mm. i get it or they were like "Mm, not really and then you know you put a little charm on them big dog (laughs) (laughs) and um you know you get it but i thought that some of the interviews i think the first day i was nervous one mm-hmm. i've never been to no shit like that you know what i mean didn't right. know what to think i told when we got back to the hotel or whatever i'm like i don't know how those how those interviews went so tomorrow i'll be they better about amazing, it you know? by the way. Mm. and yo like they really did they came out like i watched the interview i watched the the the, the video back two mm-hmm. three times when he dropped it because um I was just like damn like I was surprised at how well mm. some of those questions played out and you That's know what good. I mean so uh I, I bring that up also to say there was an instance with uh these two twins right okay and like as we were walking around initially my first thing was okay let's just interview as many porn stars as we can right mm-hmm. and then I'm talking to Amp like yo what do you think you know t- like let's talk about this and whatnot all right let's start getting some common people and whatnot get their experience i'm okay cool cool so i overhear it's like five people talking mm-hmm. two of them are twins and they're like you could tell they're reluctant to do whatever everyone else wants to do right yeah so, they got dragged there yeah so oh, no. i'm like yo let me interview these two right but they were having a good time mm-hmm. uh but they were like slow moving and the other ones like the the three others they was like yo look here's the plan man we finna <laughs> go look at these asses over here like <laughs> alexis texas and you know what i'm saying so yeah um as I'm talking to them, they, they at first they were very nervous, and I think I asked one of them said something about like their home situation or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked like, okay, well, what do you think if your parents, you know, saw you come home with porn stars, the both of you? 
oh, we get kicked out, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm. And it's like, all right, well, let's play off of this now. You know what I'm saying? Well, what do you think if, if you became a content creator and you got into OnlyFans? How do you mm. think your parents would feel? You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. we don't get a male perspective of that, you know? No right. one cares to ask, yo, what your mom think of you being on, on OnlyFans to a nigga? Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's never That's a question. So um, they were like, yo, we get kicked out. Or long as we, uh, I think they said, long as we're making money, we'd be all right. But, <laughs> but like I say, um, I didn't know how those interviews were going to go. Mm -hmm. so in the moment as an interview to anyone out there as a host you might be nervous you might be the one trying to figure it out and and just shooting from the hip with questions but you you just got to trust yourself in the moment and you never know what you'll get mm -hmm. totally agree how did you feel about the man on the street shit because you've been asking me for months to do it, and we finally did it. So Yeah, I didn't expect it to be there. I thought I could warm up to it or something, <laughs> man. Like, this nigga was really like, yo, look, the, hey, this nigga brought a spotlight. When he broke, when we parked that, uh, the car, this nigga broke it out the trunk. Like, yeah, it's on you now. <laughs> like, right. You was asking, so I'm like, yeah, you do. Yeah, nah, he said, well, shit, you got to do it with some porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were gonna go to Riverside, you know what I mean? Oh, we do do it with a few drunk folks, you know what I'm saying? We go out this Saturday. All right, uh, Saturday we'll be out there. I might wear a, a um, costume, you know what sorry. I'm saying? Hey man, that'll pull the people in. You, know? you ever thought about doing man on the street type stuff? Um, I've seen it. I've been asked to like doing, but I was like, if you ask me some crazy stuff. And then post it like I don't know, <laughs> cause I noticed this one boy. Um, he's actually making views off of it for real. And he asked me, and I was like, okay, but I was gonna say as long as you don't ask me any crazy stuff. But then I was like, no. You know. should do the uh, questions. That would be fun. I think it definitely would. And meeting a bunch of different people. Yeah, and you could spread your work like fire. You know what I'm saying? Yes, people really get views off of it. I think Joe asked you to come out there with us to Riverside. So yeah, yeah. You should come really? out there while you yeah, work with us. Yeah, come on, come on. If you okay. out, so we can tag team them. We'll hit them with all kinds of questions Saturday night. Okay. We gotta get our homie Eric up out of here, man. I told oh, him, man, man. we're gonna, we gonna, we gonna take the man on the street game. From yeah, him. he ain't doing it. He ain't doing it enough. He went viral this week, crazy. Oh damn, I ain't see that. Yeah, Kevin Samuels posting them beyond the grave. Oh, oh wow! God. He resurrected. <laughs> make sure the message was passed. It was posted on Kevin Samuel's page. It That's was, uh, crazy. He did really? One, yeah, it was. He did one like I think it was like three years ago when he went to L.A. Yeah, he had a one. He had like a porn star name like what's I don't I forgot her name. She was asking like random people, "Would you date a porn star?" Like one of the dudes, he just went off on it. He was like, "Yeah, I seen that. Oh, I never." You seen that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. it went viral like crazy. On several different platforms. Eric set that up. Yeah, that's Eric Page. Oh damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> you so, Eric yeah. stuff at the side? I saw somebody. I don't be looking at that shit. Uh, <laughs> like, but yeah, he went crazy viral. This week. Well, that's crazy. And um, that's crazy that you could go viral off something you did like three or four years ago. Yeah, right, right. That's why the content game is like unpredictable. Like. You could post something nah. and just think, damn, that shit flopped. The next thing you know, you just go viral off the shit. Eric has some classic man on the street interviews. Um, he um, yeah. he asked one chick, was she into um, 
uh damn what was it it was like it was something with a p i think it was prostitution or something like that and she said uh am i into uh damn oh you're talking about the oh yeah yeah the, uh she's she thought he said pedophilia. Or something yeah, like pedophilia. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, how did you think he said that? And, you know, <laughs> it just went crazy from there. Oh uh, yeah, I forget what he asked her, but he was. She was like, "Am I in the pedophiles, bitch? No. <laughs> this nigga asking me, am I in the pedophiles? Hell no. What kind of shit is that? Man, I laughed so fucking hard. I probably watched that video a hundred times. That a hundred times that day." No, no, you know what I don't, what I don't like, though, is when they, like, find a couple and they make them go through each other's phone. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that should be crazy. because it's like, you just ruined these people's relationship like that. Nah. <laughs> now, see, when I see it, stuff like that, I think it's fake, so. Me too. The, the dudes need to see that. Go through, <laughs> <laughs> go through her phone, fellas. What about the women? Man, mm. I mean, he, all right, look at hey, you. I, I, I don't, I don't. <coughs> I I don't have to lock my shit. The mm. only reason I lock my phone is for strangers. Hey, black man don't cheat. Straight up. Mm. Why you said that like that? <laughs> no, you said, yeah, she said mm. no. She dated outside God. the race. Nah, I'm bullshit. I ain't gonna I ain't uh, gonna put them speculations on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-mm. <laughs> you got a Doctor Umar that shit. <laughs> all right so y'all want to do voicemails yeah let's tap into some uh, voicemails. Let's get some voicemails to send us voicemails hit us up 424-260-REOP that's 424-260-REOP i think because you hear he 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 hit it with normally when he get to that two that nigga come punching 424-260-REOP <laughs> you know what i'm saying he so was smooth with it today like? oh you about to see Okay. <laughs> Hopefully they ain't, because I ain't screened them this week. Uh-oh. Random Master Podcast. Marzarelli, a.k.a. Micro Blue McIntyre, a.k.a. The Minister Sobriety from Body More Bottles. And okay. I'm just calling in to say, these the mirrors no more, so I think it's y'all time to shine. It's a opening now at... Showtime for a late night show. I think I know two people that would be perfect to sit in there. You feel me? Pause. Y'all might have to do some of them dumbass skits, but mm-hmm. go get that bag, man. Go run it up. Take over all the shit that they was about to get into as a duo. R.A.O.P. instead of Bodega Boys. You feel me? I think that y'all would be a perfect fit. The people fuck with y'all. Uh, all right, I'm out. <laughs> this nigga called us from a toy shop. <laughs> he was at a doorbell shop or something. Like that. A doorbell slew, shop. Slew body more bottles, man. So he he co-signed us. He said if we should get the get the showtime back. Yeah, yeah, nah, hey, I man. definitely fuck with you. Hey, hey, man, people put in the word, man. Join the Patreon, get our numbers up, all that shit. Straight up, the people got to see man. for us to get the bag for real. The people got to mm-hmm. see the numbers, man. So, so y'all got to spread the word. Share you know, something. make sure that everybody knows to tap in with REOP. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all of that shit. Comment, comment, comment. 
Yeah, so like with um Jesus and Meryl and all the people, they fans got them where they at, man. So they yeah. shared their shit, clipped their shit. So y'all got to help us out. Come on, man. So mm-hmm. salute. I appreciate the cosign, though. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You mess um, with you mess with Jesus and Meryl. She like, who the fuck is that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's all good. I don't wear Tim, so you know I ain't tap in too often either. <laughs> yeah, they were like two dudes, man. They were like from New York. They had like a Showtime show. They were from Iceland. You probably seen them a couple. Wait, times. um, one was Hispanic, one was black. They um. Let me see if I can pull them up. Okay. My phone. They both be wearing like a hat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, th- I think they because they bald. That's why they were wearing hats. <laughs> well, one of them um, gave advice to Young Thug or something before the Rico charge. I think. Oh, you think about Gillian Wall? Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Them two related. Okay, okay. They, I really like. En- I enjoy watching theirs too. Yeah, I like. Uh, well, I like Wallow. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, a Wallow fan. <laughs> Gilly just be talking sometimes. <laughs> this Jesus, this Jesus right here. Okay, I think I have seen it. Yeah. Okay. He ain't got no pictures of Meryl and shit, so yeah. that's probably why they broke up right now. Nah, oh, supposedly it was over their management. You seen that? Yeah, they picked sides. How you feel yeah. about that situation, Jay? Um, I feel like honestly, old boy that was trying to be loyal in the situation was wrong yeah. in this circumstance. Mm-hmm. Okay, you talking about Meryl? Meryl. Okay. Yeah. So here's why. Yeah, we want to stick with management, but mm-hmm. it's not like they said cut ties. Yeah. It's not like they said, hey, he's got to take less of a percentage. If if he comes on set, there are gonna be ramifications. Mm-hmm. They mentioned that yo, he was asked not to come on set because he was making things uncomfortable. Yeah, he was like verbally abusing people. Yeah, so if he was cut, yeah, he was cussing people out. So it was like, and this ain't even this ain't even your network, nigga. This your this 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 a show you you manage two people on. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't paying you, nigga. We paying them. So um, in that situation, I do feel like this. All right, cool. Let's say we had a manager, Mm -hmm. and you wanted him to stay here in the studio, uh, but HBO is telling us. You know that nigga can't come on set. Yeah, I fight you if you try to keep that nigga here. We'd still record. Yeah, it, it depends on. It depends. Like if let's say you got management and they just in there. Like sometimes people get intimidated by like management for True whatever indeed. reason. True indeed. Because um, some people just feel some type of way about management. Like oh, he's trying to cut in on shit. Right. He's trying to put. But if somebody coming in somebody else's studio and they walling out and they cursing out the writers and shit. They about to get in a fist fight with the riders. Like, you got to get him up out of here. In that regard, I would say Mero is wrong because there is a enough to say he, at the at the very least, does not be, need to be on set mm-hmm. while recording is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that's, if that's too much to ask, you know what I'm saying? We definitely don't need to be recording together. Yeah, because it's not a Deez, Mero, and Victor show. Right. It's the Deez and Mero show at the end of the day. Right. So, so yeah, I feel like Mero was wrong to to choose sides on the manager and fight for him to be able to come on set if those allegations are, are legitimate and true. 
Let me ask you a spicy question. All right. <laughs> you know I like that Tabasco. So. All right. Just, <laughs> nah, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> who you think going to be uh, more successful? I think Jesus is putting himself in a position to where he can be more marketable. Yeah. He bald and he be grinning all the time. White people love that shit. And I think that he I think that he's willing to shuck and job. <laughs> I respect it. That's pretty much what I was thinking. I think I didn't want to use that term, but yeah. I'm sorry. Dang. He already doing a Jimmy Kimmel show. He done Ellen and all kinds of shit. Yeah, white people love bald, grin, grinning niggas. Like, yo. They do. And 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 it's not to say it like, yo, there's anything wrong with doing these kind of shows. Like, I fuck with Jimmy Kimmel. You know what I mean? If Jimmy Kimmel asked me to be on his show, I probably would be like, that's not my crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. my, my kind of people... Shit, a free agent. I'm about to make it my crowd. Yeah, straight yeah. up. I, I respect that. But at the same time, like if I'm controlling things, because <coughs> I'm, a, you know, when you get to the point you can do a Jimmy Kimmel interview, yeah, you got you got position, you got power. You know what I'm saying? And if that's yeah. the case, I'm picking and choosing where I go so that I can establish or build on my core foundation. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So from a Jesus perspective, one, I would be aligning myself more with a revolt. Mm -hmm. I'd be lining myself more with a MTV, a BT even to He's try Mero or Jesus, my fault. Jesus. I was Jesus. Jesus. I would Mero should do that. Jesus should pivot into like more of the uh mainstream shit like he should be doing a show with Kelly Ripper and shit like that. Yeah, I could I could see that. I could see that, but yeah. Meryl should be doing like the more urban shit. It's just crazy because he's the Hispanic one, but like yeah. he should be the one pivoting. He should have a remote show. You about show. to have him like Fat Joe just throwing nigga it's around. A, it's a, he already <laughs> say that. He already say that shit like every sentence now. Oh, he man. like Dominican or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, I don't know. They got different rules up in New York, man. Apparently, if you, you could, apparently every race could say nigga up there. I don't I've know. I've heard that. I'm going to be honest. Like, with yeah. the whole Hispanic shit, you know what I mean? Like, yes, we've all heard Hispanic say nigga, right? Mm -hmm. That don't mean we comfortable with that yeah. shit. I agree. Yeah. I've been thinking that a lot. It's a it's different in the South. So, like, Cali and, like, New York, they be like, oh, yeah, they can say it because, like, we grew up together and whatnot. But, like, in the South, like, if you not black and you saying nigga, you getting punched in your face. Like, bruh, yeah. like... I cringe anytime anyone says that shit. And I gotta, you know, I got yeah, that shit just make me uncomfortable. So yeah. I don't I don't be around people that I ain't black. I know, um say this. Like that showed up in the blogs before about like Cardi before and somebody else. I cannot think of her name. But they was just like, um their excuse was just like, that's where I came from. Mm -hmm. Like that I grew up like saying it or something like that and I yeah like, i grew I up in the right. neighborhood type shit. like yeah. you didn't grow up through no struggles that's 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 like people forget that's the 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 baseline of that word you mm -hmm. know what i mean like people fought for for yeah i'm smiling because i'm about to ask you it's a, a rabbit hole ahead, but <laughs> I feel like I know uh, what you want to say. Let me put this pillow in between us. 
<laughs> so Joe, man, don't hit me, bro. Joe, your pops is Dominican. Have <laughs> Has he ever said? Have nigga? you ever said nigga? Has he ever said nigga? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. okay. I'll put the pillow back there. No. <laughs> what What would you do if you heard him? You gonna punch your pops? Nah. Nah. I mean, I don't like nah. I he ain't never said nigga. Oh, okay. Why not? Why you think he hasn't? Cause that ain't like he 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 Dominican. Like that's what he say. Oh, I know black. Bobby. Not, I, just, <laughs> I just feel like he don't be on that. Like he ain't trying to prove no shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's everyday lingo? It's everyday lingo. That nigga might get drunk and say that shit or something. I don't know. Like nah, Dominic- that nigga don't. That nigga Dominican, don't say that shit Dominican like that. Dominicans are Afro. And he from he from he from DC, so uh, he from the north. You know what I mean? Like he been through hella shit. But yeah, nah, he don't be throwing around nigga like that. Mm. Not shit at like all. Like that. Respect, bro. I'm saying that to oh, say. Okay, okay. I'm saying that to say. My 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 memory ain't perfect, so I ain't gonna say he ain't never said that shit around me. But do I have a clear recollection of him ever saying nigga? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have no follow-up question. Let's go ahead and get to the next voice now. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Denver Oakley, Eastside Denver. What's going on? <laughs> Gotta get on the ones and twos. Uh, shout out Joe, that Doctor Doom rug, looking, looking real nice. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate uh, that. Shout out the pod, repping in Exotica. Y'all need a cameraman. I'm down. Uh, just had a question for y'all. Wanted to know what's the most starstruck y'all ever been? Uh, it could be anybody, celebrity, just a person you mess with, all that jazz. Due to the grace of God, your boy was able to be out in Vegas summer league, you know, so I'm out there rubbing shoulders. Some of the biggest names in the business, whatnot, trying to do a supportive thing. Had a chance to run across the boy Bron, man. I'm just saying, man. I saw him across the court, going through my head. You know, you the realist. You still fighting, going bald, nigga. You know, you <laughs> a lot of niggas heroes. You the realist. I watched the shop. I watched Space Jam too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get over to him, man. I'm about to, you know, dap him up. All of a sudden, some hoes like Bron, Bron. I'm like, man, where you bitch at, man? Hey, man. <laughs> Try to dap him up again. Before <laughs> <laughs> I even know it, man, I ain't even realize it. The boy's voice done bitch <coughs> when I just went up and got in LeBron's face, man. Man's looked at me, he's like, all right, little nigga, keep it moving. Oh, my God. Hey, what's, what's the time y'all boys froze up? Hey, keep it going. <laughs> Hey, I, LeBron told me, hey, little nigga, keep it moving. I will become the, the biggest LeBron hater under the sun. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy as fuck. All right, shout out Denver at. Oakley for that question. So the question was, what's the most starstruck you've ever been while meeting a celebrity, I guess? So I've met a couple celebrities. I ain't never been on no. You remember the video where the dude seen Dirk and he was like, Dirt, yeah, Dirt. or the baby, yeah, them niggas be going crazy. I ain't never seen no, I ain't never do no shit like that. But Fuck like, no. damn, 
I remember one time I met Allen Iverson. So Allen Iverson is my favorite basketball player. Well, I probably would have cried. Yeah. I yeah. probably would have cried. Yeah, <laughs> I met that nigga. Yeah, I was, oh my God, bro. It's Allen Iverson, dog. Bro, I probably would have cried. Man, I, I dapped that nigga up, bro. That shit made my that made my life, nigga. Yeah, nigga. I would have I would have been like, yo, yo, hey. Respect me after this, nigga. <laughs> so it was that you remember when we went to Complex Con? Uh-huh. So it was a moment I had I was like from you or whatever. So I'm walking and I see like a crowd of people. And I look to the right and I see I see Joe Freshgood. Mm-hmm. It was in the Joe Freshgood's booth what he had what he was selling. You remember what he was selling the clothes at? Mm-hmm. So it was Joe Freshgood booth and everybody was just like crowded around and shit. So I look, I see Joe and I see uh Chance the Rapper and I'm like Chance of, what a chance of rapper, whatever. I don't listen to that nigga shit. And I, I keep looking. I'm like, nigga, that Usher? No. It's Usher. I'm like, dog, I'm like, nigga, that's Usher, nigga. This nigga made hey, 8701. I don't know where you was at, bro. I was like, like this, that I really want to fight this. I'm like, bro, this nigga, I'm like, dog, it's Usher. And he, he made 8701. He made Confessions. It's a year later, and this nigga telling me he, he seen Usher. Bro, I seen, I was like, dog, this. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm a grown man. Denver. I'm like, I'm like, nigga, this usher. I've been robbed of opportunities, obviously, <laughs> to be a fanboy. <laughs> hey, you gave Trina COVID anyway. So anyway, um, so I went by. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's he's elaborating. <laughs> he, he's he's putting a lot on it. You gave her COVID. No, oh. no, he's putting a lot on it. I I was sick as fuck. <laughs> I was so sick. Oh my God! When we saw Trina, I literally like had to suck up no. all my—not just to like have a clear face. I was so 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 sick, um, but I couldn't help it. Like I I didn't even get sick until the night. Like I didn't even think I was sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. I woke up. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't talk like we had flew out to Los Angeles. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not finna sit in the hotel. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad, Trina. But yeah, I, nah, we took a I, we took a picture together. I ain't never post that shit. I ain't never like show nobody. I think this nigga posted it once. And I, I was got a so picture. Matter of fact, it's gonna be the cover art this week, bro. Do not <laughs> do that. Do not, I was so sick. Like you could see it all in my face, man. Oh, I no. was, and I was just trying to sit. So that's probably the time to where I like froze up, I guess, because I couldn't even say nothing to her. You know what I mean? Mm. It couldn't even be like, yo, Trina, I love that ass. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wanted to whisper in her ear. You know Thank what I mean? God, you ain't say that. <laughs> Bodyguard would have beat your ass. Would have been worth it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hell of a story. Yeah, I, 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 I seen Trina one day. You know, we hugged up. Mm-hmm. I love that ass. <laughs> she would have liked that shit. But hey, My I seen I seen like when I seen Usher, I was like, man, I I, I I was about to pick my phone up. I was like, I'm a grown man, bro. Let yeah, me just, I, I put it I put it down. I was like, all right, I I seen Usher. Let me go ahead and go. That's one thing that do be tough. I'm gonna be honest, man. And I'm gonna be like, I don't take zero. I take zero pictures of myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Only time I take a picture of myself is to see if it's something on my face. So my 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 camera roll definitely be looking crazy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you don't delete the picture, bro. I be forgetting too. I just be doing it. Like I do that shit before I walk in somewhere. Oh, okay. It be like let me make sure I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? 
And then, uh, you know, I might. You, know, you ain't gotta like, take the picture. You know, you can just hold your phone and just look at the. Nah, screen. bro, you gotta zoom in. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta hit the snap. Zoom in, make sure everything. Like, hey, my headline. I, I, I. Yeah. So make sure I'm right. And um, why the fuck? Why did you interrupt me? I done lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, I was. Real, I was. Man. I was the one saying. I met Usher. Usher you, yeah. you. You interrupted me. Man, damn your story. <laughs> Who you met that you were starstruck? Like I say, starstruck? I don't know. I don't think I met nobody yet that I've just been like starstruck over. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like everyone I've been able to talk to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now, when we was uh probably like fucking 07, I ran into Webby in the mall. <laughs> and nigga. I was a whole nother nigga back then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I thought I was on some kind of time, you know what I mean? And I walked up on Webby, hey, what's happening, man? Like, what's up, bro? Like, what, a, what I gotta do to get a verse, shit like that, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm legit, like, probably like <laughs> 17 years old, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I was definitely out here back then. So like, like I say, I thought I had something going, you know what I mean? Nigga dapped me up. When he hit my hand, it felt like a fucking dumbbell was passed to me. That nigga had on so many bracelets. <laughs> his whole, it, like half his fucking wrist was just lit up. I was like, God damn. That's crazy. Man. That nigga had on some of the biggest Jabo jeans That's I've a ever seen. Like, <laughs> size 48. What did he say to you? All that, I mind. That dumb way. Yeah, that nigga talk. Exactly like uh that that uh he probably gave you the email to send the first you like I don't nah know that nigga told me to talk to his manager or some shit some nigga behind him and, uh, man I looked at that nigga I ain't talking to that nigga <laughs> fuck that nigga <laughs> that probably wasn't even his manager bro I don't know bro like but, his cousin or some shit like I, like I say man fuck that nigga yeah. <laughs> um oh I met uh. So one of the coolest experiences was uh, Chevy Woods. Like I had opened up for him, mm -hmm. and um, uh, who? I was just playing. I fuck with. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't the biggest name or nothing like that. But at the time, he had motion because Taylor Gang was big. You know what I'm saying? We talking over ten years ago now, um, or damn near ten years ago. Um, I opened up for him or whatever and like when I got off stage every like after I walked through the crowd and dapped everybody up nigga 500 people left damn oh really no bullshit like no bullshit whatsoever so my brother kept kept coming up to me like as I'm dapping people up I'm standing I'm standing there or whatever and my brother tapping me the whole time at shows I just be so completely um negligent to anything else going on you know what i mean mm -hmm. I, I guess i feel i feed off the high you know what i mean so my brother tapping me he like yo chevy woods was peeping your your set the entire time like he was actually fucking with your shit go talk to him nah i ain't finna approach that nigga you know what i mean let him be um dapping people up dapping people up he like yo this nigga been watching you dap everybody up the last 20 minutes he ain't mm -hmm. gone on set yet or whatever um so, but like I say, by the time I'm done saying what's up to people and shit, mm -hmm. getting my like kudos and shit, I look around, it looked like 50 people was in the club. 
And that bitch was legit packed. When I got the numbers like the next week or whatever, the promoter had told me they put over 700 people in there. Damn. Oh, wow. It was was crazy. So long story short, when I finally went and talked to Chevy Woods, he was like, yo, your set was like really dope. And I was like, I appreciate that, yada yada, you know. And I'm 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 very thankful that he's even, you know what I mean? That nigga ain't have to say two words to me. Yeah. I'm appreciative of that. He's giving me his uh uh perspective or whatever. And that nigga was like, yo, I'm gonna give you my number. Anything you ever need, call me. Like, if there's ever anything you want, just hit my line. And at the time I was just so, I guess, stupid. I didn't even think like I my my mind frame was me and him don't really make the same kind of music mm. so i have i don't want to bother this nigga. go back in time and slap yourself yeah two times man so many instances two chains offered me a feature for 200 dollars, but i was getting oh, wow. evicted out of my apartment uh because i had got fired and didn't want to tell my parents and i was trying to make it and shit, you know what i mean but mm-hmm. um i couldn't take advantage of that shit. so yeah there's plenty of times i could have slapped myself Damn. Two chains, that's a good one. <laughs> right when that nigga had dropped Pimp C back. Like, wow. That nigga was. Yeah. Before I start crying, we're going to do Um, I get my moments like from concerts because, like, I always be like front row, like, all the time. I was saying. Who done touched your hand? <laughs> <laughs> um,. Okay, so first one would be the baby, and then second one would be Gunna. And they had like really good stage presence, and were very interactive with like the fans. It was like a moment of like, dang, this is real. <laughs> How you feel about people trying to cancel the baby? Though they trying to get him up out of here. Um, I will say that. I'll say that I really like his music and a lot of the times like the stuff that happens in the blogs is like sometimes can take away from like the content of the music like say if like you listening to music in your car and like his song come on you'd be like dang didn't you just like something the other day like yeah. you just turn because it's just like dang I'm not really in the mood to listen to him but um I think he's like in a process of like he's gonna come back with something really yeah good. i think he's trying to like re not let's say rebrand himself he kind of like i've been seeing him going like media runs now he kind of like mm-hmm. being like apologetic the way he did like realizing he kind of was he was wilding pretty much yeah he said he was feeling himself yeah that's what he's saying yeah. that's what he's saying in here he's like yeah i was feeling myself oh, he wow. said it didn't hit him until he said he was about to do a deal with what was it burger, burger king. king yeah yeah he was about to do a multi-million dollar deal with burger king and they're gonna do the the baby meal and he like they pulled it and he oh. was like damn I f- i'm i'm fucking up right now yeah and he said he had like a year full of shows booked and next thing you know like Everything all them canceled. all them shows got canceled Shit, he was booked for like two a year's worth of Rolling Loud, if I'm not mistaken. You know yeah. how wow. how they go from different cities or whatever. I know he had two or three major shows that immediately got pulled, and instantly he should have saw it. Yeah. yeah. My thing is, yeah, he felt larger than life, and you know, fame is a hell of a drug. Like yeah, I say, he was smelling himself. It is. It, it's all good, but. 
it's dope that he realized he fucked up. Yeah, and he's he's trying to change it. Now I will say this. One thing that um I gotta say in regard to what you asked, sometimes it's really hard to separate art and artists because mm-hmm. in music, some of the things that they're rapping and singing about directly correlates to what happened and we were too blind to see it prior yeah. to. Oh. And that's what makes it such a challenge for me. Like okay. the shit with um, um, Miles Bridges, or uh, not Miles Bridges, what's that nigga name? Talking about a basketball player? Yeah. You said it right. Okay, Miles Bridges. Um, listening to his, his raps and shit, when you hear him talk about like wrestling women and shit, it, you want you want to say like, all right, this is a joke. You know what I mean? You want to mm-hmm. laugh at the verse and whatnot. But then when he actually put his hands on a woman and beat the shit out of her, mm. it make you say like, yo, what am I listening to? Wow. For me, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was listening to his music. Like once he did that, I kind of like took all his stuff away. Yeah, certain artists is like, damn, they like, for example, when Tory Lanez did that shit, I deleted all his music off my oh, phone. Yeah. It's, just, it's certain ones where I'd be like, hey, I, I still listen to him, but it's just like, if you did some crazy shit, I'm getting you up off the phone, especially if it's like easy to forget your music. Yeah. Mm. Hardest one, of course, is uh, that that man from Chicago. I ain't gonna say his name. I it's, it's <laughs> that man from Chicago got some hits. He got he, yeah. not even just some hits, it, bro. He got some moving shit. Like it took some years to get, get like get get rid of his music. It, it, I don't play anything R. Kelly. I don't play <laughs> man from Chicago. What's I'm wrong sorry. with you, Zorro? What I don't play anything, the... Zorro. I gotta beat that out, man. <laughs> we say man from Chicago. Man dude. from Chicago. And the crazy thing is that um, a lot of people older than us, like, probably won't ever cancel him, is because like um, his music falls under like memories for them. So like, imagine like little baby doing something like that in the future imagine having to block out all his music oh that would be his easy. allegations oh you don't like little baby it ain't that it ain't that but i would i definitely will say this with rap it would be a hell of a lot easier to cancel any artist okay but there's not one artist you could save from from me for me personally kendrick wouldn't give a fuck Jake. tell me that nigga was molesting kids or something crazy <laughs> i'd be like up oh. We gonna be all right, nah, nigga. You you better be all right in jail. <laughs> like, there's not one artist in rap that you could ever. And I I think that the 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 problem with rap in that regard is mm-hmm. like one, there's so much of it to consume. Mm. It's it's a lot different to um, have that emotional connection when when almost anybody can provide that true and rap everyone has a story that's true everyone can write a rhyme in a way that is like at some point or another and i say that to say you give almost any one of these unsigned artists a budget a little bit of help a producer Mm. some of what what a lot of people don't know is when people get these major hits the chorus is already written the chorus mm-hmm. was written by somebody who sat down with the producer or the producer himself and he said okay here's how we're gonna nurture this song together you're gonna rap in this pattern 
there were three other people that came in and said, here's where you're going to tweak your lines. You know what I'm saying? So you give some of these people that, boom, they'll create a hit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I lost my train of thought, so. You was making some good points. Yeah, you was making some good points, though. I'm listening hard. I forgot where I was driving. But you would know know more than us because I seen, which which was the shocker to me, Mm -hmm. when a man from Chicago got his sentence, Mm -hmm. I seen people, like, in their early 20s was angry, and I was like, y'all was listening to his shit? Like, I feel like (laughs) y'all would be, like, too young to be listening to his music. True. I didn't didn't get that. Um, I believe I can fly. Transcends time. Space well, Jam. That song came out like at ninety five though. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> man. Shit, it's still songs from fucking nineteen thirty that I be listening to. So uh, I believe I can fly is definitely a hard one that it, it took a lot for me to say I'll never play this record again. Mm-hmm. Like today, I'm fine not hearing that song. Yeah, but. When it when I found out the news, I'm not gonna lie to you. I played every one of my favorite R. Kelly songs. Oh my God! Stop saying his name. What's wrong my with bad, you, man? Bro. Bad. <laughs> Zorro, that man. Jesus. <laughs> man from Chicago. <laughs> man from Chicago. I got. Oh my God, man. Yeah, bro. I got. I got to drill it in, bro. Man from Chicago. Uh, he don't get his flowers in jail, bro. So. <laughs> Also, can pe- wrong. Pe- people can kind of sort of sort of play music. He don't get the money from it. He don't own none of his masters. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, think he, yeah. owns he sold it because he can't it. read. No, he, mm. he. I'm 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 almost one hundred percent positive he didn't give a fuck when he sold the masters. Probably, probably did. He probably was thinking like, "Yo, look, I'm writing some of like not just my own greatest music, like." for the world Mm -hmm. but i'm also writing for other people to make some of the greatest music Mm. for the world so yeah he probably was not caring like yo money's coming money's coming money's coming he never thought he'd get caught he never thought things would slow down you know what i'm saying so you could just tell by how he was living that's crazy because he did he wrote one for whitney and michael i think Aaliyah, oh yeah, Ron Isley, Maxwell, my favorite R and B artist. Oh my, like really? Yo, I did not know on. that. I didn't know that. Yeah, he wrote um, "Fortunate," really? but he wrote that. Damn, yeah, he, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but he wrote the he wrote the whole life soundtrack, and "Fortunate" was on the life soundtrack. So what? There you go. Fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's from, a good one. Man from Chicago pinned that. Damn, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta strike that one. You gotta or strike can that I, one. Can I, can I, can I, can well, I let that one ride? So. Maxwell it. So. Okay, okay. Was, that's but, but he wrote it. I don't. Yeah, I don't right, care so. that much. Like All some right. people, some people got to get a grip. <laughs> like some people, are so invested, they be going through like current songs, and right. if they sample something he wrote, mm-hmm. they be, yeah. like they were trying to get Ty Dolla Sign out of here. I'm like, man, he just, really? yeah, he sampled like a cut close song that R. Kelly wrote, like. He's sampling, People are so stupid. He's sampling, damn, man for Chicago. I just said it. See? Oh, and damn. you were just harping <laughs> at me. Nigga was ready to fight me a minute ago over this. <laughs> if I ain't say that, you wouldn't notice. Uh, Blame the sa- combo pack. He sampled like a cut close song and it got mad. I was like. Somebody got mad at Drake, too, uh, for sampling his. Yeah, it was like. Uh, 
real quick though, Ty Dolla Sign when he first came out made the most raunchy, offensive music mm. that I've ever heard in R and B. And no one wanted to cancel him then. Yeah, but that Drake one was the most ridiculous one. He was like he sampled like uh like DJ Screw like talking. And it just happened to have like a, a man from Chicago song like in the background, in the back. <laughs> and they try to kick Drake up out of here. I was like, Wait, what song was what song was that? It was um, damn, damn. it was on it was on a certified lover boy. I forgot what song was the song. Okay, we're talking about this. I, I think it was was it in too deep? I thought it was a poppy song. Was that R. Kelly in it? No, I mean, it was the man one from Chicago. It was the one. With, <laughs> it's the one where he's singing about. <laughs> Saying about the, <laughs> the stripper, and it had like two beats on it. I forgot the name, but it was on Certified Lover Boy. Y'all see how easy it is? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, kind of on subject, let's talk about R and B real quick. Okay. Okay. And then we're gonna do real niggas a week, and they need their ass beats and get up out of here. Right. Okay. So, um, so Division just dropped a single. Oh my god! Did you get a chance to listen to it? No. Did you see the backlash on it? No, it had please. a lot of backlash. I I like Division a lot. You fuck with Division? I think they're very talented. I, I I haven't listened to enough of them. What I have heard, again, I think they're really talented. Do I like? You never listened to a whole album? Yeah, nah. So when I don't know a, where to place them for me. When you, you get a chance, mean? when you're making your rugs and whatnot, listen to the September. I wasn't saying disrespectful. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it was it's the way you laugh. It was just funny. <laughs> it's just funny yeah. that you. Trust nah. me, listen to that December 5th uh-huh. and their second album. And the, I like the third album. And Her mm-hmm. Feelings, some people didn't like that. I like that album a lot. Listen to their first three albums while you being productive and whatnot. It, it, you, you'll be moving through the rugs, man. You'll be, okay. zzz, you'll right. be in that bit. <laughs> I feel like I got a good year for the album R&B, with, so. They dropped the album with Ty Dolla Sign, like a joint one. It was, it was okay. 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 Yeah, right. What did you think? What did all right? Tell me if y'all even heard it. Matter of fact, um, I like Jeremiah. Of course, he's mm-hmm. not a good singer. You know what I mean? We you know don't that. Think so? No, no, not at all. I think that they they doctor his voice up very I think he's well. A good studio singer. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. In that regard, yes. What did y'all think of his project with Ty Dolla Sign? I loved that. I thought that shit was amazing. It was amazing. I feel like nobody talk about it at all. And like I feel like anytime that song comes on in my show, I mean like a record from that uh, project comes on in my shuffle, mm-hmm. it reminds me that it doesn't get the credit it deserves. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always like, yo, they they probably should have been like requested an encore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. To collab again. I don't like, know if they beefing or whatnot. You know, people uh, yeah. all be beefing with Jeremiah. Yeah. Might be him. It could be. Yeah, let's talk about the Division single. So it got a lot of backlash. I'm a big Division fan, so I'm looking forward to it. So they came out before the single. They put this little artwork up. They said, "Nah, this is this is a lot." They I said never the saw most. This. They said the five most honest anthems, and they put days up there with "Song Cry," which is a classic, classic Jay Z song. Mm-hmm. The Weeknd, "Confessions Part Two, and Marvin's Room. Those are some. That's some pretty good. Pretty good songs. Those are great. The compare your compare your single that you didn't drop yet to Confessions Part Two. That's a lot. It's uncomparable. 
Confessions yeah. Part Two definitely goes in its own category. Even when that nigga that started anymore. and said, "This gonna be the hardest thing I think I ever have to do." <laughs> exactly. Got me talking to myself like, "How I'm gonna tell you? Come on now." Yeah, you're right. Nobody make make music like that anymore. They so don't. they can't sing like that no more. Or Too they much just, drugs and lean. They don't have a storyline to music no more either. They just jump straight into it. Like that was a good, I mean, good. Yeah. Like, so I didn't see this picture. What I saw, and I knew instantly this song was gonna be ass. <laughs> <laughs> They posted a text message between Jermaine Dupree and Jay-Z. I got it right here. Hold up. All right. So, ah, so this is what this is this is what we see. Can I read this out loud, yeah. please? Yeah. All right. I can't I can't read it from there, bro. My oh yeah, my fault. My fault. Go ahead, go ahead. All right. So Jay-Z says, Hi. <laughs> I mess with that Jay-Z impression. I like it. <laughs> I didn't think one of one one could make a song more toxic than song cry i stand corrected jay-z come on jay come on jay that was close no i wasn't oh. talking about you i'm oh, talking about was, jay <laughs> like what's going on right, bro come on <laughs> so they sampled to the listen they hold sampled jay-z hold real, on though? let's continue I let's continue i feel like i feel like it's fake also why didn't we have one message on there nah hold on let's continue so jermaine dupree says ha is that a yes lol i just want a disclaimer now this is jay-z i just want a disclaimer that i said this song is wrong Ha, and you're good and then jermaine pre responds ha i dropped my phone bro. i just dropped my phone and that's a good point like if you got a whole number like why is that his first ever text message he ever sent you Unless he probably just deleted it because he didn't want everybody uh, to see the rest of their conversation. He probably could have just scrolled down. Like he, he could. It looks like it was blue up there. He could have scrolled down just so that you know you do oh, only see what I do see the blue right there. Yeah. Okay, I see, I see it. Oh, so so here's what here's here's what made me say this this let me know the song was gonna be ass. Good you said that because I didn't see this text until after the song. Okay. Eric told me about this text. I didn't even see this shit. He this like, he this like, text, text came out like, just, mm -hmm. the. Uh, I, I want to say the day before the song did. See, I had just seen, I seen this first part right here. And I seen this video where they was doing like a case study or whatever. This right here. Oh, no. Nah, We're I going to this. listen to a song. And I was like, I was like, this is a lot for Somebody a song. finally said it. <laughs> Yeah, nah. What's your gut reaction to the song? I'm very gaslighting. Low key disrespectful. Got me in the feeling. I understand. And I was like, oh, I was no. like, this is a lot for a song. And I was like, this song better be good because y'all doing a lot. They did a little open discussion with with uh, Nick Cannon. They did a spaces. I was like, y'all doing a lot for a single. So the shit drop or whatnot. And I'm like, oh, this is about to be a monumental single. Yeah. So I listened to it. And first of all, the Jay Z sample just sounded it sounded Stupid. really bad. It was it was thought, poorly chopped. It was poor to add it into there. So I, I was listening to the beat. I was like, man, this beat sounds like really bad. And I was like, who made this beat? And then I seen Jermaine the pre made it. I was like, this nigga did confessions. Like you shouldn't. 
Like, you a legend when it comes to the producing. I was like, you shouldn't be he making no shit like that. What's Mariah Carey's album? Emancipation. Uh, of me. Uh, come he on. Did. Come on. He He really knows R&B, R&B yeah, production-wise. I agree. Yeah, when they was talking about the verses, they were like, hey, he might get Diddy up out of here in the verses. Right. So I'm like, you can't be making beats like that. But I respect them for working with, like, if I was doing an R&B album, I'm like, yeah, I'm making – if I'm making an R&B album, I'm either work with Jermaine Dupri, Dart Trout. I might even work with Timbaland with an R&B oh, album. Oh, Timbaland will be great for an R&B album. Yeah. Timbaland will give you that little hip-hop feel to it, too. A little rugged. You know what yeah. I mean? You can a, <laughs> little a little poppy. A little You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm yeah. Li- so I listen to it, and then, like, they talking about uh, all kind of shit in the song. It just sounded terrible. It sounded like they took a bunch of, like, Twitter topics yep. and just, like, made a song. And I was like, man, yeah. this is this is corny. It was like, it goes on, like, everybody, all, all the men trying to make, like, toxic R&B songs. Yep. So let me ask y'all, what's the disconnect with R&B nowadays? Why is R&B so ass now? It's Male R&B. You go. No, 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 no. no, you go. <laughs> no, ladies first. Ladies first. This um, disclaimer, male R&B, because I feel like yeah. women R&B is just like... It's ascending right now. It is ascending, and I love it. Why is male R&B so ass now? Okay. I think that there's just like... It's just not authentic anymore. Mm, talk about it. And a lot of the times, auto-tune also takes away from that as yeah. well. And I don't know if it's like the time change or what, but like... Men aren't like singing about like actual R and B stuff anymore. That's how exactly. It's like I need a nigga begging pause. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like that's some real shit. I need I need to hear like a man pouring out his feelings type yeah. shit to a woman because that's what I want to convey when mm-hmm. I'm I'm chilling with mine. You know what right. I mean? It's not. I don't I, I don't want to. I don't want us to be trying to cuddle up listening to songs about lean and, and, and <laughs> exactly. fucking, and, fucking other people and shit. Now see old school R and B, like one of the main things that I liked about old R and B is every man that sang was like vulnerable. Very like it's okay to like like David Ruffin, he was like, I don't care. Like you can laugh at me. I want my girl back. I'm outside of her job for eight hours <laughs> crying with roses. Like I don't her her boss laughing at me. Her coworker laughing at me like, "Look Yay. at this corny ass nigga crying like Straight crying." Up. But David was David Ruffin like, "I don't give a fuck." One of my favorite David Ruffin songs is um uh "Walk Out of uh, a Love" or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not that I don't love you. Uh, you know how much I do, and it's not <laughs> like that nigga killed that shit. Yeah, he was letting her know like, "Look, I still got a." all of the same feelings i still love you to death but our relationship mm. is toxic yeah. i can't be with you yeah. he put that mm-hmm. in the melody like in a way that again it, it conveys emotion it causes you to also feel the pain he shares or, or that he feels you know a shared emotion again um yeah i just, I just think that like she said there's no real feeling niggas ain't singing about the niggas don't want to be the the emotional person period no one yeah. wants to 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 like i respect little baby a lot mm-hmm. because he does rap about 
like being more faithful and fucking up in his relationships and things like that you know yeah. what i mean he has more of an honest perspective in that regard i feel like because yeah we can flaunt and flex and say yo we got a thousand bitches and shit like that but hey every one everybody ain't living like that mm. two everybody don't necessarily want to be living like that it's cool you know i ain't gonna say the i ain't, I ain't saying it's cool to be cheating or nothing like that right but personally I'm saying as a human, I can understand encounters happen, right? Throughout right. life, like you marry somebody 50 years, you cheat once or twice, like personally, mm -hmm. that's something that's like, okay, I get it. You know what I mean? You yeah. get bored with a nigga, you need the, 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 all right, whatever. Mm -hmm. I can look personally, I'm not saying go on no fucking six month tangent. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? but if we just being real like man look, look we are humans who mean who, who are meant to be loved and like we try our hardest today to mm -hmm. avoid that shit. everyone man woman it is shown in music and i feel like like amp said about this record it's all twitter topic based you know yeah. what i'm saying like mm. we let that shit poison us all put all other shit all podcast shit like in the video they had mall from the uh yes like that's they had, corny they had the girl from girls from poor minds though like you're not mm. even hiding that y'all doing like podcast topic type shit corny yeah. corny corny you pushing this shit like you said doing too much trying to push this record did you see this jermaine dupree tweet oh yeah talking about how people don't know music yeah if, he said if, if you uh if you, if you don't listen to blues yeah, I like it. it was nothing blues infused in that song at all. Nothing uh, at all. Yeah. It was nothing soul in that song. That shit was just yeah. like, man, look again. You trying to force feed? Nigga put uh, food coloring in water and told you it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I also think um, there's no dance choreography from R&B. It's really not. Mm -hmm. Only person that's still dancing is Chris Brown literally that's something that definitely made me fuck with the song war you know what i'm saying yeah and i ain't saying like you know niggas was out here in dance groups and no shit like that but yeah, it yeah. definitely like adds into the ambiance of what you got going on you know I what agree. i'm saying like the thing is chris brown be dancing but chris brown be dancing talking about pills and lean and shit yeah <laughs> and then not just that he be out dancing the the hell out of his fucking background dance room, so <laughs> For real. them niggas might as well not Don't even be there yeah like and they um i was gonna say like back to you said about vulnerability i loved like back then i loved artists like mario mm. or um genuine yeah genuine. like they actually used to sing but now it just it's like like um you know that song how could you by mario like yeah he was very vulnerable in that song yeah like each verse he just explained like how hurt he was yeah. but it made money mm -hmm. so i feel like i just don't think like maybe everybody too cool now they too cool like they don't feel like they feel like they'll get laughed at it for that but artists from back then was really not even thinking about that they was just like i'm gonna put this out and go for it yeah um i remember uh whatchamacallit bryson tiller i'm not a big fan of him mm -hmm. but he was making like like vulnerable music and people's calling like dirty mac music and i was like 
he ain't saying nothing crazier than what like yeah. LL Cool J was saying on Hey Lover or oh, what yeah. uh, Joe was saying on like uh, what's the song I want to know yeah yeah like he was full on like it was a woman in a relationship he's like yeah. I want to I want to know what he do so Wrong, I can so do I it can, better yeah, yeah. like he, he they, 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 like, they, like they took Dirty Mac <laughs> into a whole nother level uh Mario Wines he made a, a fool out of himself looking back he said I don't want to know if you cheating <laughs> on me keep it on the low Oh, nigga yeah. in a pool. I mean, not in a pool. He in a tub. I always with all thought his that nigga on. was a dummy for making that damn song. That song's the song hard was though. Bop. Like nigga was in that bitch <laughs> dancing, but I'm like, that's crazy. Like if you cheating on me, keep it on the low. Like bro, what what you want? Bro? Like nah, if you cheating on me, your ass gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Neo, Neo just said that or something, right? Who that? Uh, Neo was like. Um, he wouldn't want to know. He wouldn't want like his friends or something to tell him if like his his woman was like cheating. You know how crazy that sounds. Like nah, hey, let me know, nigga. When y'all Twitter <laughs> niggas ever see a chick I'm talking to, at you wilding in these streets, hit. Matter of fact, put that shit on. Nah, don't put don't don't embarrass me. Nah. Yeah, don't embarrass tell me. Tell me on DM me. Yeah, DM me. Hey, Joe, this your girl right here. <laughs> You see what it do? I like, damn, mm. that is her. <laughs> and see, I'm gonna fly off the handle like, too. I'm, I'm the one. I'm one of them kind of niggas, right? Yeah. And they fuck around and be her cousin for real. <laughs> <laughs> we was gonna surprise you. We bought you <coughs> season tickets to the Jaguar. Man, fuck them niggas. <laughs> fuck your cousin too. Exactly. That nigga should have deal me first. <laughs> hey, bro, we finna surprise your dumb ass. Hey, man, I don't, I don't. Yeah, you from Jacksonville. <laughs> exactly. I don't, hey, man, I don't know what we need to do with R&B, man, but I be seeing people saying people ain't grow up in the churches. I, like, I think that's just a, I yeah. think that's not a good excuse. I don't think so either, but I do think this, and I, I do think that we need to one day talk about it. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of the greatest R and B records stem at their very root from church songs. Yeah, I got you, man. But we also had a moment where, like, because I I think we we had this conversation in the group chat recently. We was talking about like dudes who make R and B music who can't really sing. Because yeah, yeah. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be honest, I don't know how y'all feel. I can listen to R and B artists if like a song. If the artist like vocally ain't, ain't all there. there, yeah. Like one of my favorite R and B artists is The Dream. He can't sing worth the damn, but he'll make those like he'll make those vulnerable records, and he'll he'll try and hit that falsetto. He'll he'll <laughs> fail at it, but I'll still listen to it. I'm like I like most Dream albums, right? Even the ones he making now where he be putting like forty songs on the motherfuckers. I yeah. still listen to every single song, and I'll be like. Hey man, he still got it here and there. He ain't, he ain't all the way there, but he still got it a little the goat, bit. Right. He's yeah. definitely a goat. Right. Oh, you said the goat? Like you putting a lot on that phone with the dream, but like I mean, the dream, he don't I would call him the goat. I would say Neo better than the dream as far as like songwriting. Neo has some Neo I don't I don't know about guys. as far as better, but nah. Like, Cause the dream the definitely dream got for Beyonce, some. so you can't even say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nah. He damn. still writes for Beyonce. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, Neil used to back. have me like in front of the TV, like dancing, though. <laughs> <laughs> like Neil had some shit, and Neil was writing for some people that was 
out of here. But I do feel like Neo kind of fell off from that shit. Like as yeah. far as the penmanship goes. Yeah, I haven't listened to Neo since like he had a song with like Pitbull, I think. Yeah, I was a while I ago. I know you're talking about, but yeah, he, he fell off. These niggas got so mad at me because uh, we was on another podcast and I said that they tried to market Pitbull as a street artist when he came out, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, they was on. I don't know who that was. I think that was Pitbull's cousin. They was on your Boy, head. that nigga, that nigga wanted me for dead. But uh, if you go back and look. And you said that on a podcast. What? Yes. I, I, like, I have very strong views about rap. Yeah. Being honest. <laughs> just being honest. I, I don't miss, I don't, personally, I don't listen to many people that aren't black that rap. Mm-hmm. And if That's I true. do, they featured, you know what I'm saying? They might have like a smash hit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got Big Pun album because I really like, uh, I don't want to be a player. Okay. You listen to Eminem? Uh, he has one album like okay. that 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 I play. He's oh. not in, in in my in my catalog. He might got one song in my catalog cuz An- Anderson Pack on that shit and I like the chorus a lot. I like Anderson And then I skip. Only only uh white rapper I listened to was Matt Miller. I'm, I'm gonna be oh, honest. Yeah. People may judge me. I listen to Post Malone, but he don't rap at all. He I make like full on rock Malone. music now. Yeah, and again, like that's a part of why I don't listen to white rappers or, you know, other 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 folks. I think they just do it because, you know, we do it honestly. And I, I, I again, that's that's enough for me to say. It's not really for me to. I agree. I mean? Like it's a I, lot yeah i think i think rap honestly i think rapping comes so naturally to black people yeah part of our culture right yeah if you even look at the kids today you if you go on youtube and look up kids rapping you can find kids as young as five and six years old rhyming their own freestyles Mm -hmm. and they're now cohesive like they're actually rapping their little day to day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Get some toys, hanging with the boys, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just little shit, but it's like, yo, I learned to rhyme, and I'm 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 doing my best with it, you know. So I think today, especially, like we're starting to breed little rappers, yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. But um, yeah, the outside of that, I think it's a forced effort. Like real quick, everybody, what y'all think gonna change for what has to change for R and B to improve? Niggas gotta niggas gotta get back in their feelings. Mm. Let me hey, let me learn to sing one day. Take some to drink some hot tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get a training, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna say this. Um, I want for us to stop sampling older music. And I want us to start coming up with our like, like new stuff. Yeah. Because every like a lot of hits that's coming out like they're samples. Like yeah, most I don't of them, see yeah. anything like. I be seeing new stuff, but a lot of stuff is just samples. Like I seen one song. I don't want to put her like on the spot or whatever, but she sampled like a Destiny's Child song, and I was like, why can't we leave like those songs for the good memories that they were for? 
and stop incorporating them in new music. Like, I want to hear, like, new stuff. Like, that one video of T-Pain, like, where he was like, think of something new, please. Yeah. Like, please. Like, that's what I'm going to say on that. Man, T-Pain a hell of an artist, too. We might. Do, yes. As far as those samples go, we might be in a situation now where I think they running out of samples. Like, yes. thank God. You but. got, they, I seen one, I forgot which woman rapper it was. She dropped a song. She like sampling like the icons get fucked up. I like y'all running out of samples now. Literally, even though that song was fire back in the day, but like right. yeah, y'all running out of samples. Right. Were you sampling the icons? Right. I seen. I heard somebody sample like the I ain't got no panties on song from a BET Uncut. No. I like yeah, y'all running out of samples now. Yeah. I like where y'all where do y'all even go to hit that dude up to clear that sample? But see, here's my All thing. Right. Like, if you really go back and look, there are so many songs still that haven't been touched. There mm -hmm. there are elements in songs that haven't been touched. There's mm -hmm. ways that you can flip samples and that's what we're missing today, the the, the creativity. Um, I think that yeah. everyone's so focused on the quantity, like constantly putting out, uh, uh, staying, staying consistent essentially, mm -hmm. constantly putting out content. So if you're a producer, it's like, all right, how many beats can I crank out in a month? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Niggas, if you go to a nigga beat, beat page, Nigga have a thousand beats, yeah. and they be all set for fifty dollars or some <laughs> shit like that. And it's like, all right, cool, I get it. But now I gotta fish through a thousand beats and pray out of all of these beats, there was one that you actually took some time on and said somebody's gonna write mm. something cohesive to this. Man, I'm going on YouTube. I'm putting in babyface Ray type beat. <laughs> getting it for free. Shit, honestly, them be the better beats because them niggas still like really, like they're really trying to sell you a beat you can make a hit with based on that artist. Yeah, And that's how they make their money. They sell five niggas a beat for $1,500 yes. that sound like Fucking Drake. And I like Drake. Yeah. <laughs> but, he, but, and then, like, I don't know if you can, <laughs> why are you laughing? She was like, but, let, me that up. let me let y'all know. <laughs> if I ain't said earlier, just because he like mentioned that. it. Hey, we I don't like hate, Drake. I don't hate, I'm OVOM. I don't hate Drake. Yeah, yeah. nah, Drake good. Drake good among yeah, we love, yeah, we love Drake on here. Yeah. Clear that up. Yeah, he, 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 he he seemed like a corny nigga. Oh Lord, now you just messing it up. Now you just you do it every time. We we be in a good spot. The nigga and got just, these big ass beads in the back of his head. He know what he doing is corny. That's his that's his aesthetic now. Them shit's like clacker balls. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Balls. The little. It's, he he plays in on it. Obviously now it's like obvious. When he take when he take a picture doing a duck lips with his hands like that, he know people gonna talk yeah, about that. Yeah. Like, it's obvious. That right. man is smart. He's business smart. Yeah, he, nah, he definitely is, and I definitely think like the whole. Would you rather sit down with uh, uh, Jay Z? Jay Z shit. Mm -hmm. I think that conversation should really be said with Drake. I was just <laughs> and, saying, and, and and I I get the snicker. But yo, Drake is really a brilliant businessman. Like mm -hmm. the moves he's made does do not get talked about enough. He 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 hasn't had to rap for years now. I agree. The yeah. honestly, never mind. Um, the not drill. What am I trying to say? The house music. I felt like he did that. 
for a business move. Like when he told us to catch up, like I felt like, cause a lot of our music don't get played in them people clubs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He knew what he was doing with that. He was catering to the right audience with that. And I was like, dang, nobody really peeped that, but he low key just Yeah, it was brilliant because on the album, he put it under the genre, he put it dance. And immediately it was like one of the biggest dance albums ever like debuted in like a week or something like that. I didn't know And that's know crazy that. to think about that. Like he just made it a dance album. All right. Yeah, he's he's smart. He's like I said, he's brilliant. He should be one of those niggas that um that it's like, yo, would you rather I give you a hundred thousand or and I would frame the the question more so to say, give you the the ability and the opportunity to sit down with mm -hmm. uh, with Drake. So and when I say ability, I mean the actual means or talent skill. Yeah, I think they call it a don't they call it like a Drake stimulus package or something like that. You make uh, like a song with Drake, it skyrocket you. Well, oh, no, I'm I not heard, even talking I about a feature, about but yeah, that shit that shit really is true. Yeah, I'm talking about like just on some business shit. I do think if 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 Drake were to give out game, mm -hmm. oh yeah, for sure. And you and when again when I say ability, I mean that you actually had the skill to do whatever he's gonna tell you to do. Mm. I think it would be more profitable if you had the means also. Mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> so you pass on a hundred thousand cause you got twenty thousand, you sit down with Drake and you turn your twenty thousand to a meal type shit. You know what I mean? So I think I think I think that could work. I mean, I think that would be the better like Twitter topic. I'm taking the money. <laughs> respect I respect that. Man. I respect that. I feel like either way you go. Yeah, yeah I think way. either way you will be good. Cause again, I'm just I'm just like giving kudos to his business savvy. I think that he saw a, he's seen a lot of ways to create opportunities for himself and himself in um, different fields. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of entertainment that branch so far out of music. Yeah, it's like he he, like he don't follow the standard. He builds the standard. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Who do you know? Like that 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 deal with Apple Music, early on out the gate. If I'm not mistaken, that predated uh, Jay Z shit, didn't it? Yeah, nobody did that. You talking about hold on? You talking about when Jay Z did the Magna Carta? No, he did that with deal? Samsung. So all right, so he did that, mm -hmm. and then Drake comes back, and Drake Drake signs the deal with apple music for like 90 million dollars or some shit. Oh, wow. only other person did it was um chance the rapper when he did coloring book like that was exclusively on apple i'm talking about when drake drake is has are you a about the deal radio? are you talking about the radio deal yeah oh well he don't he don't got that no more he Still. was he was shady i mean like was it serious or something like that? it don't even matter bro <laughs> to, again to be able to, oh but yeah nobody did that yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, to be able to do that out the gate off your name alone that's one you get what i'm saying he has countless investments like i'm just saying that he has an eye for opportunity yeah like none other are oh, you talking about that man i missed that summer um the, oh, when he had ovo radio and he was dropping exclusive shit on apple music yeah he dropped, i remember that that it was like a random saturday he dropped charged up yeah he dropped back <laughs> to back bro that he went crazy that, that day time he put he put most people on Kodak. People don't mm -hmm. like to say that, but Drake put most people on Kodak. 
because he was playing like Kodak music like every everybody like, man who the fuck is this Kodak. <laughs> but if you were from Florida you are hip to Kodak but right. like, he put most people on the Kodak and like a lot of stuff you'll see artists doing now it's it sounds cliche now but you'll be like Drake did that before exactly mm-hmm. on some crazy like it's crazy yeah, forget Soldier Boy Drake did it first I, nah, I don't know about Soulja Boy done did everything for <coughs> I don't know how. Yeah, he the first rapper to get maced. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Charles the White said, I playing no, with you niggas. I saw that, yeah. Oh, um, no. I know Tusi got maced here in Jackson. He did? Oh, okay. Tusi the first rapper to get maced, I guess. Yeah. Hey, Tusi music, Jackson. that's my guilty pleasure. I'll be, I'll, I'll follow Tusi music. <laughs> I, I've heard a couple records. He got some good. He got some good. Um, I listen to the music on the low. I'm gonna tell yeah. y'all one nigga that I think is extremely talented, and I was just like blown away. Young Blue. Oh yeah, Young Blue, pretty good too. I Young agree. Blue makes phenomenal music. What 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 put uh, this chick I know in North Carolina? She a, she a dyke, but she she she, she put me <laughs> on. Right. She played uh she played uh slide through. It's like a sex record, so I figured I'd give a disclaimer real quick. Okay. So um, when I heard that, I was like, hold <laughs> up. Hold up. This nigga kind of fire. So two years passed, and I only had that record. Mm-hmm. And that's like a that's like a go-to record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You let that record ride, psh, it'll put you in the mood. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. set it up. So I was like, one one day I was like, all right, I done got my rocks. You know what I'm saying? They good. <laughs> like, I, I done position. Feng Shui is right. Yeah. So um a nigga is one so uh <laughs> uh i uh say let me check out the rest of his music mm-hmm. and this nigga is phenomenal he got a record with john uh john legend yeah i didn't know that he rivals that nigga. <laughs> yeah he got he got the vocals on that like he really can sing yeah yeah y'all see why boosie was mad that's one nigga that like he don't make the traditional kind of r&b in the sense like i'm gonna be like in my feelings for real about a bit now yeah. slide through mm. again like when i cut that one on <laughs> i feel charged up <laughs> i be in the car like this from from i'm on the way <laughs> nigga, <laughs> nigga drive with a leg up <laughs> I really like the way it's like one with two chains and Chris Brown. Oh yeah, yeah that's. A good I really one like that one. That's when I really was like, okay, he's a really good artist. Like, he was on somebody album recently. Who that? Blue. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he was on somebody album. The feature was like really good. He wasn't on Drake. Was it? It wasn't Drake. He was it, on somebody big album recently. He got a song with Drake on his album. He did. That yeah. shit really good. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what you're talking about though, but I know what it is. Who's your favorite artist? Drake. <laughs> Who are you listening to right now? Um, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to see your your play count. That shit got Drake 15 hours. <laughs> Probably like I've been listening to Drake since I was like in the third, second grade. Yeah. 15, like, 15 hours, though. You look at my shit, bro. I was looking at it the other day. I, I'm talking I, about in a day. Oh, 15 hours in a day. <laughs> I looked at uh, my little <laughs> Apple thing. That shit said, like, um, for Summer Walker, it said, like, 200 and something. It was something, ri- it was something ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, bro, what's going on? Hey, real quick, I do want to say this. Um, 
I be gambling this shit, right? So I, I do it online because it's illegal here in Florida. <laughs> they had this chat. I'm right, telling you so, but keep going. I mean, they ain't stopped me from that shit. My coworker <laughs> does it too. He bought yeah. like a visa for it too. Yeah, nigga, I go to the library on their ass. They ever tried to shut that shit down on my phone or my laptop? You know what I'm saying? I'd be bouncing around that <laughs> different IPs. I set up like one of them um, Chinese like it, that you see in the movies to where they they call with the bomb and rush hour type shit. They ain't at that location. I'm finna blow it up. Yeah, it'd be all kinds of shit. So. um long story short i was in the uh chat and them niggas banned me for sixty-three thousand minutes damn i had to google that shit. <laughs> i said man how long is this that shit was 30 days why like, you could have told me that you had me scared <laughs> what i be checking that shit. last time i checked that bitch said twenty-three thousand thousand minutes damn I was Dang. like, I can't even imagine counting this why shit. Why did they ban you? Uh, why did they ban? All right, so one day. Banned you because you was ass. You kept losing it. Like, all right. <laughs> nah, man. You get them up off here. So <coughs> I should have won a bet. I was complaining that they didn't give me my money back. Right? Uh... And I wasn't even tripping about it. But they, 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 the way that they were talking to everybody that day, it wasn't like they were trying to help. So I basically said that I was like, man, they just talking to talk. Don't even, never mind support. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say shit else, right? <laughs> so like 15 minutes later, <laughs> the chat going crazy. It was somebody else named uh, like with my same username in there, but um. I don't know if they were commenting or not. All I know is 15 minutes later, them niggas posted in the chat. They was like, yo, look, we can't tolerate that kind of talk. We finna get your ass up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look back, I was scrolling through the chat. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, he, being, he being sassy ass with his uh, money back. Look at him before can't tolerate. Them niggas waited, dog. That shit had me sick. When I seen that 63,000 minutes, I was like, hell no. Because oh, I can't no. even fight nothing now. Like, if them niggas robbed me, basically, I couldn't even say nothing. Damn. Or the story, kids, stop gambling. Yeah, don't be gambling, man. Don't be gambling. Yeah. So we're going to wrap this up, man. We're going to do real niggas a week if they need to ask me next week, man. Because we, we kind of. This About two week, hours in. Brianna, you are a real nigga of the week. Salute you. Yeah. Round of applause. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna put you on the spot, but like, since you down here, you want to start working with us a little bit? You want to collab a little bit? I would love to. Definitely, definitely. How you feel about that, Joe? Man, big things popping. Yes, sir. We're gonna do it. Son. So, listeners, I hope you fuck with Brianna because you're gonna see a lot of her late uh, on around here. Yeah. So salute to that. Yeah. With all that said, man, I think uh we gotta go ahead and cut this one short. Well, it's plug two hours your, in. Plug all so. your stuff. Plug all your stuff. Oh, um, you guys can find me on Instagram, Brianna Bryant, B R E Y O N N A, Bryant like Kobe. Okay. And salute all of my Kobe. links should be on there. Any artists that need to interview, like uh, how can they get in touch with you? What's the best way? Best way, I would say Instagram for certain. How should they approach you? Um, Some respect. Like they got <laughs> goddamn sense. <laughs> That's a very good question because 
Yeah. We already know how these how these, <laughs> how these Florida people is. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got no coof. None. I would say first approached me, asked me if I'm in Jackson, Tallahassee, and then um, tell me your name, and then we go from there. There. That's good. Be about y'all business. Don't be wasting no time, man. So same, I saw same uh, with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw a, a TikTok. There's a A and R uh, that I follow, and she's like a little twenty four. She's a little older than you, mm-hmm. and um, she was just going over how artists should DM anyone interested in sending their music and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important, you know, and and it's not something we talk about enough in the podcast game uh because i do think this that starts the the energy yeah of how things are gonna go you know what i mean like people like i say they'll hit my my rug page or whatever Mm -hmm. like yo what's good when y'all want to do an interview and it's like like, who are you (laughs) like my bad bro you 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 12 years younger than me i don't know anything about you you know what i'm saying you know tell me something first i seen one the craziest one i ever got was somebody just split like invite me on invite me on y'all podcast i was like what what that's how that's that's how they they be hitting me yo let's connect on your podcast no that's more professional than what i got somebody said invite me on y'all podcast i was like what yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they got blocked. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, as they should have. It's like, yo, like I get it. It's cool to come on the podcast and talk, but again, yeah. like some sometimes I want to say to people like what do you what you just telling me to, that you want to be on the podcast doesn't tell me anything. We had a young lady hit us up. She gave a full story as to why she should be on the podcast, what she could talk about, uh, where where it could go for her and us kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we can schedule that in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, again, I just, I be looking at it sometimes like, man, what are, what are we doing, man? You hit me up because you want to talk? <laughs> Mm-mm. Hey, to the people, man, be more professional with your approach to things. Hit us up, patreon.com slash podcast, YouTube, youtube.com slash podcast. But most importantly, sign up for that Patreon. Get all the uh, episodes early. Yeah. Get some exclusives. We got some exclusive shows you've never seen. If you want to see the Exotica vlog, that's up there. Joe did his thing. Man, I appreciate it. Check that. that out before the censored version hit the net because, yeah. Yeah. Salute the Queen Road. I might give them some free game. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. There okay. you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so look. I just want to say always keep God first in whatever whatever it is that y'all are doing. Um, if somebody is not taking y'all serious, don't take them serious. Be surrounded by people who really see your worth and always know that potential is a real thing. Potential is a possibility of and anything is possible through God and keep going no matter what. And always, always, always be considerate of yourself. Know that it's in you already, and it's up to you to really, really do something with it. So that's all I wanted to say. Amazing (laughs) way to end. With all that said, we out.